The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 352, being recorded on May the 3rd, 2021, and one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and that Jesus walks out today, I'm joined by my friend, from the West Coast, the Best Coast, Gunny Chief, Henley Merrill, welcome back, Henley, welcome, woo! Hey, good morning, when's the last time we recorded in the morning? I'm all I know, nice, refreshed. Right? Had my coffee. I'm good to go. I'm gonna get drunk early in the morning. I had my McMuffin. Oh, trademark McDonald's. The McMuffin. And I had me a hash brown. And now I'm drinking cider. It's a nice balanced breakfast diet. (laughs) And from Little Ohio, eating corn for breakfast. The Mayo's back. Welcome, Steve Willier. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Jesus? Howdy. How's it going? Good. It's not breakfast time here, though, anymore. I mean, oh, well, whatever. It's, lunch it's time? Like, it's like between lunch and supper time at this point. Lunch and supper? You call it supper? Like supper, dinner, dinner. I know some people. Is it a supper after dinner? Uh-huh. Okay. There's breakfast. There's brunch, which is between lunch and breakfast. There's lunch. There's dinner. And then there's supper. What if you skip dinner? Well, then you go straight (laughs) to dinner again. I don't know. You go straight to supper, right? I don't know. I guess. I always thought supper was supposed to be like the late night, almost ready for bed kind of snack. And I was always kind of what, what it's always been dinner, called around here. Dinner is like the three o'clock to like seven o'clock meal, and supper is like the seven o'clock to ten o'clock light snack meal, and lunch is between like eleven and three, and brunch is be like it's like brunch is like anywhere between nine and eleven, and then breakfast is anywhere be- before nine. It's breakfast before okay. nine, huh? Do you ever get breakfast? No, I always have brunch. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up the brunch, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's what I what I feel like. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Anyways, welcome to the show, people. We're teaching you how to properly address your meal time. We're you know teaching you facts here. Okay, I don't know anyone who uses the word brunch in America. (laughs) Me either. I, I ate brunch this morning. I ate supper. You're the only one that ate supper, man. Motherfucker, you. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show! Where you can follow us on underscore Horrible Gamers on Twitter. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on Google Podcasts. Recommend us on Stitcher by giving us a thumbs up. Recommend us to your friends and family. That is probably the best way to get us out there. It's by word of mouth. So, if you like the show, make sure to tell your friends and family about it, especially your friends. Your your friends that are just as weird as you. Just tell them. Tell them about it. Anyways, you can also join our group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. is a close group on Facebook. If you like the Facebooks, 
If you don't like Facebook, it's cool. We have a Discord link as well. We have a Discord server. Discord link is in our show notes. Go ahead and click that. That link is a permanent link, so it should work. If you cannot get to our Discord from that link, let us know via email to feedback at horriblegamers.com or message us somehow. I don't know. There's, there's Xbox, there's Steam, there's Twitter, there's Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you can message us somehow. I don't fucking know. Anyways, Mayo, Mayo, you know what time it is, Mayo? What time is it, Jesus? Motherfucking feedback time! Woo! Yeah, woo! Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we asked for your feedback this week on the show. And I got some, I got some feedback, man. I got some feedback. Okay, what feedback do we have here? Okay. Okay, feedback. Hmm. Betterholic says, agree with you guys on the day one server issues. Take Outriders as an example. They knew the server issues were there in the demo. When the game was released, the server issues were still there. I don't know if there was server issues during the demo, Vader. I don't remember having any server issues during the demo. That's yeah, the I don't problem. think I had any problems either. But <laughs> I, I didn't really play. On my end, I really didn't play a whole lot of multiplayer on the demo. Mm. You know, I pretty much just did the campaign by myself to get a feel for it. So I probably wouldn't have noticed if there was. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Also, Vader said, what happened to Gunny at the end of the show? Wasn't his soft voice soft enough? What, did his wife wake up? And <laughs> she came in and knocked him out. Yeah, no, I don't know what happened to Gunny. He, like, all of a sudden just left at the end of the show last weekend. We don't know. We were just recording. Next thing you know, he's gone. His camera's off. He's like dead. We don't know what happened to him. And, and it's, I don't know. It's just weird. He just disappears like that. Guys, I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, He just does that. We don't know how to fix this problem. It's a fucking problem we have, man. It is. You know, we, we got to get this boy corrected somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Space Degu says, now I know how to, ha- how to have a multicolored shirt. Great show. Yeah, Space Degu. Just well, uh, eat some or drink some Mountain Dew. Just different kinds. You'll get different colors. Multicolored shirt? Are you sure you read that correctly? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. A multicolored shit. No way. Well, completely different context. Well, same shit. You know, you could shit on your shirt if you want to and then get your different colored shirt. I don't know, man. lives in Japan. They do weird shit over there, okay? They, they got like panty machines and shit over there. You know that? You know that, man? They got like these vending machines. Not soda machines, or yeah, yeah. There's like a thing over there, dude. We're like, you walk up to this machine, and they'll have a picture on there of like the girl who was supposedly wearing those panties for like whatever amount of time, and you can pay for these panties. It's almost like a like a <laughs> what do you call it? Like a snack machine. You know, you go to like a, like a oh anyway, like a like a vending machine. Yeah, in a way. yeah. yeah. Panty snacks. That sounds good. Yeah, you want to buy this snack. Well, instead, you're buying used panties. I mean, you'd supposedly those girls were wearing. You'd save on calories, I guess. You don't know if they were really wearing them, though, Gunny. Do you? No, no, not right. It could be. It could have been some dude wearing them. Right. (laughs) Right. Bob, 300-pound Bob. Yeah. Stretching them out. Stretching them out. Well, why are these so big? That girl didn't look that big. (laughs) What? Why are these so big, Gunny? I don't know. What's going on here? I don't know. Don't ask questions. Don't ask. Strange don't tell. fetish. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
Anyways, a quick shout out to our Patreon machines over at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. You can support the show with the monies like our friends Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Sean Patrick, Chad, Vader Holic, Neem, Porchapu, Nipron, the Micro T, the Mayo, Adam Sunday, John Jerome, Evan the Grower, not a shower. D. Tanaka, Jonathan <laughs> Titan D. Hall, and Bill, still even the biggest D, Garner the second. <laughs> even the grower. Not the grower? Not the shower? <laughs> Fucking heaven. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Yeah. Anyways, 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 anyways. Let's get into some fun facts today, guys. Ooh, yes. Okay, we got some fun facts this week. I'm ready you to know. be educated. Are you ready to be educated now? I am. I am ready. I am. I'm ready to be enlightened. <sighs> okay, so, I mean, fun fact, Gunny. You know that when we went to the moon, they said that the same technology that we have now in calculators is what they used. That was the computing technology they used to get us to the moon back in back in the day, back in the 60s and shit. Was it the 60s we went to the moon? Yeah, I think it was. I don't know, Gunny. You were alive back then. What? what was what it you, 60s or it? 70s? I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, well, JFK got shot in the 60s, right? So it was around his time, wasn't it? So he was the one talking about going to the moon and shit. So after he died, it's when we went to the moon. So I'm assuming it was the 60s, Gunny. Okay, yeah, I'm assuming it was the 60s. Anyways, they said that the technology we used to get to the moon at the time was a fucking calculator, like. Like, it's what's in a calculator nowadays. Now, tell me this, Mayo. Why haven't we been back to the moon if that's all the tech we needed to get to the moon at the time? Why haven't we gone back? That is true. I've always asked that question to some people. What is going on in the moon? What is going on there, Mayo? Okay, okay, I think something happened, all right? I think they went up there. Okay, now listen, there's some true shit right here. I think they went up there, right? And you got like Buzz Aldrin and the other, other motherfucker's name. Neil Armstrong? Neil Armstrong. Yeah, got, these got, a guy in there. got these motherfuckers bouncing around the moon and the other guy, whatever the other guy's name was. I don't know the other guy's name. I only know those two. Yeah. Well, you only know the two guys that are the, the ones that are famous walking around the moon bouncing around. And shit. The other guy stayed inside like a little pussy. He's a pussy guy. <laughs> he was, yeah, it was he a plan not to go. You're calling him a Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> he stayed inside the spaceship. <laughs> the other two guys were they're two Americans. They're non hero. Motherfucker stayed there. Yeah, okay. That, that motherfucker stayed in the space shuttle flying around the moon and shit like some kind of pussy. The other guys were true Americans. They jumped out. They're out there walking around the moon, Gunny, with no oxygen and shit with their fucking spacesuits, all right? Anything can go wrong, Gunny. It could be fucking little green aliens out there. You don't know. Like they're like men, right? They don't even have guns on them. They're gonna punch these fucking aliens if they show up, okay? Anyways, what happened up there, Gunny? Is there something we don't know after the camera shut off? Did they experience something? Did something fuck with them? Did they hallucinate? Did they see something? Because why haven't we been back to the moon? Why, Gunny? Why? That's a good question. I always ask that question, and some people are like, well, you know, you kind of conquered it once. Why would you go back? Because why not? Why the fuck would we want to go to Mars? Uh, duh, motherfucker, to discover this shit, okay? All right, the moon is closer than Mars, way closer than Mars, and we haven't gone back to it, but you want to go to Mars? We want to send people to Mars? 
but not the fucking moon. Don't make any fucking sense, Gunny. Okay? We need to go back there and see what the hell's going on. That's why I think Elon wants to go back. Yeah. I think Elon is a fucking alien, and he wants to go back to his planet of Mars. Go back home? Yeah, he wants to go back home. E.T. go home. Elon go home. E.M. Go home. (laughs) (laughs) He, He wants to go home back to Mars, but he's trying to figure out a way to get back there safely, you know? To his people, and I and I think he's trying to figure that out, and you know that's why he's doing all this space stuff. But to me, it's been weird, right? Like you don't go back to the moon. Why? Why? What's going on in the moon? You know, and there was more. There was more. Uh, like after that Apollo mission, there was a lot more missions that went to the moon. Like there, there was a lot of missions, like eighteen or seventeen missions in total, or some shit like that. That. That went to the moon, right? It was a lot of missions, mm-hmm. a lot of Apollo missions that went to the moon. But we really got footage of one, really. And the other shit's all sealed. It's all, like, like fucking confidential, you know? Like, it's all hidden by the governments. Like, all the stuff that... All the other missions that went up there, what, all what, that shit is sealed up. It's confidential. What was that movie? Was it with Tom Hanks and a few others that... Was that like the second attempt or something? like? Not an attempt, but it was their plan to go back to the moon, right? And it... And it Whatever, there were some malfunctions and shit, and it didn't pan out. They barely made it back. Yeah. I forgot the name of that movie. Was it? Uh, anyway, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, like I know what you're saying, Jesus. Like calculator stuff, right? That's how they calculated miles and yeah, and things. They didn't have like true laser shit where they can calculate <laughs> distance. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have navigation. <laughs> Pretty a, much, yeah. Like their own way of the map. They didn't have Google tell them how to get there. Well, it was manual, right? Like how they lined up the moon, and that's how when you know when they kicked in the afterburners. Like that was pretty interesting how they were doing that. Yeah, yeah they weren't able to triangulate or anything. It was fascinating. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It says only six missions out of the 17 Apollo missions were successful in landing on the moon. So they landed there six times. They did? I didn't know that. See? Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone knows the one time they landed. They're like the main one. But they sent 17 rockets to the moon, Gunny. But only six of them actually landed. And I think the one you're talking about that had the issues was Apollo 13. That was it. That was the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That, one, that one had issues. That one was supposed to land on the moon, but... Something happened on the way there that they fucking, fucking broke something hit by an alien <laughs> rocket. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, there was an imposter on the ship that fucked something up, and and then they had to come back. <laughs> oh shit, we gotta go back. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, um, they yeah, there was Earthling satellite. All the other missions that that didn't did not land on the moon, they pretty much just like flew around the moon and took photos of it. Like they just like flew really close to it and like took photos of it and shit or whatever. But it's kind of weird, right? Like, all those times you go to the moon and you never land, you never go back again, especially now with the shit we have nowadays. Like, why not go back, honey? Right, you would think that Elon would have, or not even Elon, but just NASA would just have some sort of, uh, what would you call it? Not some... Yeah, there would be like a platform and it would just yeah. automatically like land on that fucking platform each time perfectly. Yeah, hey, hey, motherfuckers, we're going to go there and we're going to just have a space station there. Like, we have an international space station, right? That like everyone shares, right? Russia, China, yeah. US. 
We all share this huge space station in the fucking sky. But China does their own thing. China, they have like they they do send their astronauts to the space station too, though. But they also have like their own space station they're making, right? Right. <laughs> like the Chinese one or whatever. I wouldn't want to be in that hobo shit. Anyways, anyways, all right. You would figure they would have like some kind of cool space station thing on the moon. You could just be there, right, and live on the moon for like a year or whatever, and then come back. But no, why? Why, Gunny? Why conspiracy? Yeah, there's something up there that's preventing us from. I think there's something up there. I think they pissed something off, and something's like, "Hey, you motherfuckers, better not come back. You motherfuckers, better not come back. We'll fucking destroy the Earth if you come back here, Gunny. Okay? Ooh, oh shit! Mm -hmm. Laser beam. Fucking laser beam is gonna destroy your fucking earth if you come back here one more time. Or or what if the Russians got their gunny and the Russians had like space guns and shit? And the Russians are like, hey you motherfuckers, you wanna come back? We'll shoot you next time you come back. We'll blow you out of the outer space. Uh, I don't know, Gunny. To me, space has always been fascinating. I just it's always kinda like fascinating to me how many little people have actually gone to fucking space. Like the little amount of people that have actually been in space and yet like no one ever really probes them when they come back and ask them questions like hey man like, did you see anything weird I wonder if, like, if they're told okay dude you're gonna go to space but if you start seeing shit or like some weird shit happens you can't tell no one about it I wonder if that's like a part of their contract you know what I mean probably probably, probably. Hey, and, hey, and hey, would anybody believe them anyway Honey, we're going to send you to the space station. You know, there's been, like, sightings of weird shit in the space station. But if you see anything weird, you can't mention anything. And to the public. if you do, we're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. And your whole family. We'll kill you and your whole family in a car accident where you're going to go on a family vacation trip and you're going to drive your car off a cliff into the ocean. <laughs> and you're going to have two bullets at the back of your head. But it was a car accident. I can definitely see that being some sort of unspoken thing that yeah yeah like right before you leave somebody from the government yeah. with you well, know to you, like, like, comes up to you with, okay you know, they load you up into that little you know because usually don't they like load up into vans and they drive over to the rocket right like i bet you in that fucking van there's like some guy in there with like a black suit on like some fucking cia agents and they're black hey here's these files guys uh, we know everyone in your family motherfucker oh yeah <laughs> You undisclose any information we don't want you to disclose. Your dad and your whole family. I think it'd be a good, good idea. I'd be wearing a space diaper yeah. at that point. I, would I mean, need what, it. you have no choice at that point, right? Because they're like, "All right, motherfucker." Like, what if you, your plan is to disclose something? Like, okay, if you, if you, if we well, even think you're going to disclose something, Gunny, we're going to blow up your rocket on the way back into Earth. We'll oh yeah, fucking, we'll act like it's a malfunction. It's not like it hasn't up. happened before. Yeah, we'll just whack like it was just a malfunction, and your SpaceX, your SpaceX rocket is gonna just blow up in the middle of coming back. You're just space dust <gasps> at that point. Then, then what, honey? Then what? You're like fucking scared, right? Because you're like at their mercy. You're like, holy fuck, they could probably do that if they wanted to. And then you'd be like your brother who had a ham radio, who you reached out to, got yeah. part of a message, but now he's missing. <gasps> Oh shit! This could be a really cool movie, man. I'm making a movie about this. <laughs> oh, Steven Spielberg. He's underground. Spielberg. Come talk to me. <laughs> no, what's that guy that makes those weird movies? That M Night Shyamalan. Blah, blah, blah. 
Charlemagne or something. I don't know how to say his name, but yeah, him. That weird motherfucker that makes all those weird like conspiracy movies and shit. I'm gonna make. I want to make a really cool one with him. It's gonna be about space. All right, these astronauts that are going to like the Mars mission mail, and they're told, Ooh. "Hey, yeah." Last minute, last minute, they're all like thinking they're all heroes and shit, but last minute they're like get pulled into the room right before the press conference, before like before the day before they're gonna do their big, or after their big press conference, right? Like when they're about to launch. They get pulled into the side. Like, hey, uh, you need to be aware of this contract you signed when you started with the training that uh, yeah you can't disclose anything you see up there, man. Jesus, I just listened yeah. to that book, and it's a book called Mars One by Jonathan Mayberry. This ain't no fucking book, Gunny. I'm talking about real life, all right? This is some real shit that probably happens that you don't know about, Gunny, okay? This probably happens a lot, okay? We just don't know about it because there's only so many astronauts on the history of the planet. Right. How many people have gone to space? Maybe like 50 or 100 or however, you know? They're probably all – it's easy to kill 100 people, Gunny. Okay? Governments have killed way more than that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's easy to kill 100 people to keep them sh- – to make them shut up or brainwash them or tell them to not say anything or else we're dead, you know? Yeah. Damn. I feel like happen on the moon and they don't want to talk about it that's why we haven't gone back i want to go up there and just be like and then just see superman standing there there's something crazy what if you see right. some crazy shit oh man what if they abandoned someone on the moon they like straight up left some astronauts up there <gasps> and they never spoke about it oh shit honey oh, fuck. i could just see up up there and they got big grow rooms growing right what are they? I'm just, is that what they, not grow rooms, but they're more some kind of underground bunker that they have hidden on, in the moon. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's grabbing oxygen mail from the middle of the planet or middle of the moon. It's how they're surviving, growing. All I'm saying plants. is, this probably happens, and we don't know about it. All right, because think about it, space probably does some weird shit to your head. Right? You ever seen the astronauts that come back? They're always usually fucking a little nutty, dude. They look a little crazier than they did when they left. So there is a thing, Jesus. There is a thing. You can research it. I remember watching it on National Geographic or Discovery Channel. So check this out. I'm not going to explain this correctly, but basically what happens is, you know how we got a, what's the thing protecting the Earth? It's the ozone, right? Right. And the atmosphere, ozone, and there's a few other layers that protect us basically from the sun's radiation and other things in outer space. So, but they say what, what happens is, when you get out there and even when you're in a spaceship and you're wearing even a space helmet, that some of these neutron things will pass through the ship. They're so minute and so micro. And they say what happens to these astronauts, and it doesn't happen to all of them, but basically you'll see this bright flash, even if your eyes are closed. And it's like hitting your brain. It'll mm. it'll go right through your brain cells or some crazy shit. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah. What if these little things are aliens and they're controlling our spacemen when they come back? I've seen those Star Trek episodes, man. It's, it's possible. All right, listen, listen, Gunny, even more c- conspiracy. All right, all right. What if this really happened to some astronauts and they were like, okay, they were really batshit crazy, okay? And NASA knew, like, 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 holy fuck, guys, we got some crazy readings on these guys' vitals. Hey, Mayo, this space shuttle coming back. All right. Five out of the six astronauts on that spaceship are fucking fucked. 
Okay, mm-hmm. we can't bring him back to Earth, man. We can't. Okay, the other one keeps saying that the other six or, or the other five are fucking going. They're like saying weird shit at night in their sleep. They're hallucinating. They're seeing shit. We can't let them land. And what if that's why all these rockets and accidents happen and they blow up coming? Like, what if that happened to the space shuttle Columbia that blew up when it was coming back to Earth, man? They called it an accident, right? Like, oh, we don't know what happened. There was some right, malfunction. How can some we prove heat, it? Yeah. Some heat shield blew up or something. It blew up the fucking space. Well, how do you prove that? All you're taking is their word for it, Mayo. You know? Don't believe them. Don't believe them. What if all those guys were fucking aliens on that space shuttle? And there was one of them that was still normal. He hadn't converted. And he kept telling NASA, like, hey, guys. These mo- Gunny's acting fucking weird, okay? Code green, we're good. Code green, right? There are no... That motherfucker's acting weird. We're not we're Cylons. We're, shit. we're human. All right. Coming, okay, last night we were, we were talking about coming back to Earth, and he was saying some weird shit about world domination and shit. I don't know. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. Can't let these guys land. And they blow up the space shuttle coming back, and no one knows any better, right? No one knows any different. You know, like, what happened? Ah. Uh, some malfunction. What do they got? Like some bomb on the ship that you don't know about. That's like some self-destruct type shit. And right. it's like, oh, we, you know, whenever the fuck something goes wrong, we hit this button. The shit self-destructs. Boom! It was an accident. I don't know what happened, Mayo. It was an accident. Rock Operation control. Oops commence. Yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> down in in uh, Houston presses the button. <laughs> somebody in a black suit in a black a black van. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and a big black suit. Oh, it's conspiracy. I'm just saying, you don't know, man. This I'm making a fucking cool movie out of this, okay? I'm making a fucking movie out of this. The, all right, because this shit, type of shit does happen, guys. You guys ever hear about that one? Uh, this is some true conspiracy shit, okay? I was listening to some conspiracy podcast a long time ago. And I heard a crazy story about this guy who was in Air Force. He was like a major in the Air Force, like some pretty high up dude, like up at there. He wasn't like a general, but he was like some major or something like that. And um, he actually worked at the Pentagon, like in Washington, D.C. Like he was like one of their top guys. Mm-hmm. And one day he was found dead in a car accident. But what was weird about this car accident, Mayo, it was ruled a suicide, right? Mm-hmm. But he crashed going about a hundred and like, they said it was like over a hundred miles an hour into a fucking tree, like in the median, like in the middle of the road, there was a median, like a tree. Like he lost control going way too fast, right? 100 miles an hour, hit the fucking tree. The weird thing about this whole accident, though, is his hands were both duct taped to the steering wheel. His hands were duct taped to the steering wheel. He Mm -hmm. had a shirt that was bloody, like a shirt on that was kind of ripped, like a button, like his uniform, like his officer's uniform. Like there was a struggle in some form? But like his jacket was missing and his undershirt was ripped open and like his nipples were missing. Like his, his legit his nipples were what? cut off. Yes, I'm being serious guys. This is a, a real thing that happened. This is, his nipples were cut off. Okay, there was blood on his shirt. Like somebody cut off his nipples. They say it was him who did it. Like they're saying oh, it was him. He self-mutilated himself and then somehow duct taped both of his fucking hands to the steering wheel and that put the car ta- that's talent and, there alone and put the car in drive okay not just that male he also put the fucking car in drive and took off driving okay 
And like there was a bunch of other weird shit that happened around his death. Like like his nipples were cut off. Like uh, fucking he was missing for like three days before his car accident. Like he was just gone. Like no one could his wife couldn't find him, his kids no one could fucking find him. No one knew hmm. where the fuck he was. And before all this, he kept talking about some weird shit. Like he knew something bad was gonna happen. Like he knew about something that he shouldn't have found out about. Ooh. But he found out about it and he kept telling like his like people, like, I need I need to come out with this. Like I need to tell someone in the press. I need to like give this information out. This is real bad. We need to give this information out. And like no one knows what he had. Because what happened to his computer? It was gone. Like all his briefcase that he had with him the day he left, all that shit was gone. Nothing was there. All that was found in the car was a pistol. And like him. And like the weird thing is they say like he his car was going like a hundred something miles an hour. And like the witnesses that say the way he was driving, they say like when when like he drove past them, like he didn't look like he had control of the car. Like, he looked like he was freaking the fuck out. Like, like he couldn't control the car. Like, he wasn't in control of it. Like, like the witnesses say, it didn't look like he was, like, in control of that fucking car. Like, the car was driving pretty fucking good for going 100 miles. Like, it wasn't swerving. It was driving pretty fucking straight. And all of a sudden, it just, like, boom, hit the fucking tree. Like, it was, like, like remote controlled almost. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah, boom, hit the fucking tree, and the dude is dead. What a bizarre yeah. way to commit suicide, right? Like, yeah, and then they ruled it a suicide. They said, like, oh no, he was a little, she was a, he had PTSD, Gunny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure, okay, believable. <laughs> yeah, that's what they ruled it a suicide, and, and like no Case one knows closed. what he found out. No one knows what this dude found out, but he found out something going on within the military because he worked at the Pentagon, and he found out some weird shit. No one knows what he found out. It could be anything, dude. You know what I mean? And, like, he was, like, dead. Just all of a sudden fucking dead. And, like, it's really bizarre, man. It's really fucking crazy, man. <laughs> that is that is super bizarre. Especially somebody high up in a position like that. You would think, yeah. like, basically, like, yeah, you would think that he would just, it'd just be one day, hey, so-and-so from the Air Force, um, yeah. you know, shot himself in the head, committed suicide, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, taping hand duck taped hands and nipples missing yeah. that's fucking crazy like he was tortured or something yeah something and then like yeah and he, yeah. You know, who knows he could have been already dead and they already just somehow yeah. like had had his foot on that pedal and let it go and yeah. so that way he could not yeah <laughs> that's crazy right now because i'm sure that's jesus crazy. i'm sure that that black van with the guy who jumped out you know kate was already at the scene you know <laughs> Going, we'll handle it from here. Jumped out, put two bullets in the back of his head. Oh, shit! Suicide! I don't know what happened. This Telling the highway happened. troopers, you know? We'll this handle guy, this one. This guy taped himself to the steering wheel, cut off his nipples, and shot himself in the head. Twice. Wow. What a talented guy. He was. <laughs> Conspiracy. I'm saying, this stuff, this type of stuff happens, man, and like, like, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories out there. There's there's a whole lot of them. There's some crazy ones that I've looked into. There's some real scary ones. There's some real, like, bizarre ones like that one. And there's also ones that, like, everyone knows about. Like, everyone knows about the conspiracy, like, Princess Diana conspiracy. Yeah, that one seems to keep about going. The queen and all the royal family killing her off and all that shit. There's that one. There's the one, like, 
there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them out there that are just so popular that are like everyone knows about these. But there's some that are real obscure. Like everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like no one has looked into this. Like there was the one. There's one that always has got me. Was there was this reporter in Flint, Michigan? Y'all know about Flint, right? How their water was all poisoned or whatever. Yeah, that was big <laughs> well, news was, for a while. Was this, uh, she was a reporter slash activist. Like she would actually go out and protest and shit. She was pretty well known around like the activist communities, you know. She, like she was known on Reddit and all this shit. And this chick was like a reporter, also for like a newspaper, like a blog or some shit. And uh, she was doing a report on Flint, Michigan's like water and like what went wrong and like why the why the water was fucking poisoned and whose fault it was. And she had all this information about like all these companies and shit that were involved. And like one day, she was found dead in her in her like apartment or her house, and she was found dead with two bullet holes in the back of her head, and they ruled it a suicide. But Damn. they didn't find any gun. They didn't find a gun in her house. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the not cops, normally a suicide. The cops ruled <laughs> they ruled it a suicide. It's like, huh? Like who the fuck are these cops? <laughs> Dirty. I don't know who these cops are. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is this detective that ruled this shit a suicide? Like, like bro, what are you doing? <laughs> are you, did you, did you fucking, is this your job mail? Did you really say this is a suicide? Hmm. Yeah, it's like where probably he pulled up his pants leg and a gun dropped out and goes, that's the one that was oh, used. That's the gun right there. Right? And it wasn't so much the cops, it was whoever paid that cop. <laughs> To make it yeah. look like a suicide. Yeah. It was real. That one was real fucked up because that girl was young. She was like young. She was like 20 something. She was fucking like super activist. And she like had all this information on these guys. And she kept like posting articles and shit about like, this is what happened. This is what's going on. This is, you know, whose fault it is. And this is why the government failed us and blah, blah, blah. Like the FDA knew about this shit and all this stuff. And like <laughs> all of a sudden she's dead. And hey, no one's reporting on this anymore because no one cares anymore. Yeah. Yeah, problem solved, Gunny. Flint, Michigan. Yeah, it's pretty. Everybody's fine. Everybody's brainwashed. Now they're all back drinking the water. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, so I need you know, so I need. Mail, be careful, mail. Government will be after you next. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is, if I okay, guys. All I'm saying is, if all of a sudden I commit suicide somehow, guys, I want y'all to know out there that I will never commit suicide. <laughs> Okay? I don't give a fuck how hard my life gets. I could be a fucking hobo eating McChickens and playing off of xCloud on my iPhone on McDonald's Wi-Fi. That's all I can afford, and I will not commit fucking suicide, okay? Would you still cut your nipples maybe off, not. though? Alright, maybe maybe I'll cut some nipples off. I don't know. That's yeah, Maybe into that shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> selling, selling them for money. <laughs> okay, but I'm never gonna commit suicide, guys, alright? Alright, just letting you know. If all of a sudden, like, my brother goes on Facebook or something, like, hey, Jesus is dead, guys. He committed suicide last night. Somehow, somehow he shot himself in the chest four times. <laughs> he killed himself that way for some fucking weird But we reason. can't find the gun. We don't know where it's at. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just don't believe it, all right, male? Conspiracy. Mm, don't okay. Anyways, anyways, yeah, I saw half of conspiracy theories this week. I mean, that I was saying the moon from the we went from the moon to some Air Force officer 
dying to some Flint, Michigan reporter dying. People die in weird circumstances, and it's bizarre, dude. It's fucking scary, Mayo. I don't know why, but it is. Okay. We need to go back to the moon. We do. How do we, we get do. there? Let's go. We need to get there. I mean, Elon Musk, I think, is going to get us there. You know? He's got that car floating around outer space. Mm. He's got his Tesla out there. I think you're right. I think he is an alien. I mean, why else would he have a car on the floor in his no, space? He's got, he's got these satellites already. He's got his own satellites. He's got his own car in outer space. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. And from, like, right now, they're training, like, astronauts to go to space to, like, Mars and shit. And the youngest one is, like, this girl that's, like, 19 years old. I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but she's, like, 19 years old, like, fresh out of high school and shit. And, like, she's training to go to space. And, like, yeah, man, brainwashing the youth to go to space. That's awesome, man. Let's go to Mars. I wonder if – is that going to be – I think I asked my son. Is that going to be a one-way trip, or, or are they trying to shoot for a two and no, return? No. Have you heard Elon Musk lately on the news? Everyone's giving him shit because, like, <laughs> I think he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Or he was some, some podcast or some news. And somebody asked him, like, hey, we know you're planning to send people to Mars. Like, is this a one-way trip or, like, how do you do And he's like, oh, most likely you're going to die. It's true, saying. though. It is true. It may take like, It may take 18 months, I think, to get there. But people always forget that planets actually move and spin. Is it spin? Is that what they do? They rotate, right? They rotate and they move at thousands and thousands of miles. So it may take, they say like, oh, 16 months to get there. But it doesn't take 16 to get back. It might take four years. And they say by that time you run out of food and you basically you lose all your bone mass and die anyway. Something like that. I don't know. I mean, I think those are the two things, right? You run out of food and water and... Yeah. yeah, and you just dive, whatever. I don't know boredom. I guess I don't know. Can we just? I think that's a thing. We need to like get it there in technology with uh, being in stasis, right? Sort of like a Mass Effect Andromeda. What would you call that? It puts you to sleep for like a year. And yeah, wake up. that's the thing. Maybe that. induce some comas. You know, <laughs> overshoot this Mars and like go to another fucking planet or something. Yeah, keep going. Let's keep going out towards the Delta Quadrant, people. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that, like, he's right. It's a one-way trip. It's just a one-way trip. We're not coming back, dude. I mean, because we've never done it before, right? You can get there with no problem. It's the coming back part. <laughs> you ain't coming back, dude. You're fucking stuck. You know, you're, if you're going to go there, you're going to probably die there. Yeah. You'll probably land, try to set up some sort of base or connection or something, and and then you die. If, if you don't get it set up rightly, because most likely you might not get it set up right. You know what I mean? You may set it up right. and be all fucked up. And then, hey, well, right, fuck, the water purifier doesn't work or something, yeah. right? Yeah. If yeah. it doesn't something work, you're dead. Go to plan. Yeah. Yeah. Something broke on the way here. We don't have a fucking backup plan. Let's, uh, yeah, fuck, we're going to die now. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Hope is lost. Let's just, you know. Where's the self-destruct button, guys? Can you please hit it? 
I would just, I think at that point, Jesus, I think what I would do, like, you know, once the water purifier breaks and let's say we're there and we've landed, I'm just going to load up my spacesuit with enough, you know, maximum oxygen and I'll just start jogging out onto the freaking, onto the planet, you know, or whatever, just headed to Nowheresville. It's as far as I can go, fall into a crater. I don't know. Where's the duct tape in the steering wheel? You know what? That's probably what they would tell you to do <laughs> from home base. They'd be like, you know what, Gunny? Uh, since you're going to die anyways, just just try to get out there as far as you can, please. Right, because why just sit there and keep, torment keep yourself your to death? Camera. Yeah, Keep your camera on, and uh, we'll record everything you see. Just keep walking. We'll just play set, We'll just play that song from John Denver. What is that one? From Fallout 76? You'll be dead anyways, so it doesn't matter what we play. You're fucking just walk, keep walking. Just enough. keep going. Yeah, until you pass out lack of oxygen. Yeah. Or die. Yeah. <laughs> or both. Or an alien kills you. We want to see what happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be fun. But that's, that's space talk with you guys. You know, a lot of space talk this week, Mayo. A lot of space talk. But if that space talk made you thirsty, you may want yourself a nice water bottle, which you can get yourself one over at Redbubble. You search a horrible gamer, get yourself a nice water bottle. You know, summer is coming, Mayo. You mm-hmm. need to keep yourself hydrated. Get yourself a nice water bottle. They're not expensive, like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, maybe 20 I don't know how much they are. 20 bucks, 29 bucks. I don't know. I don't know how much they are. But get a, a nice coupon. Metal. Get a nice coupon for Redbubble. It's a nice metal one. There was, they were actually twenty percent off like last week. I got an email from Redbubble saying, "Hey, all our water bottles are like twenty percent off. Come, come buy one or something." That's shit. Forgot to buy one, but I should have. <laughs> Anyways, get yourself some nice gear about Redbubble. And quick shout out to our friend Phantom Mag for the intro and outro music to the podcast. You can find his music over on Apple Music as well as Spotify. YouTube, all that good shit. We have YouTube links in our show notes, all that stuff. Anyways, let's get talking about video games, guys. I played a video game this week. I know y'all played some video games. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess let's start off with the big one, right? Outriders. The big one. Outriders. Re- Returnal. Returnal. Oh. That Eternal. one. I have not. Now, Jesus, before you say anything, I've not seen any gameplay. I've just heard okay. good things. Yeah. Um, Same here. Yeah. that's the, well, So, yeah, I've not seen any. What is this game about? Talk to me about it. It's about a space lady. Is this only on PlayStation 5? Exclusive. This is about a space lady, also known as an astronaut, who uh, the game just opens up where she's flying into, like, this planet, and all of a sudden, like, she's flying in there. I'm assuming for some research type stuff, because she's like a researcher by herself. She's flying the spaceship, goes in there. Something happens with the spaceship. It loses control, and it starts crashing, and she crashes onto the planet. And so you start off where you crash onto the planet. You open up your eyes. You wake up. You get out of the spaceship, and you're like, I'm on this weird planet. I crashed. I don't know what the hell's going on. And it has very Promethean-like vibes. I don't know if you guys ever watched the movie Prometheus. Or like they go to the space planet, and it's Pr- Prometheus is based on the Alien movies, right? Is that what it's based on? I don't know. Not sure. Yes. Prometheus, a alien-based movie. What is an alien-based? But like I'm talking about, like uh, 
the alien. I'm, I'm talk, it is an alien based movie, but I'm talking about like the alien series, you know, like the alien, alien, alien. Yes. Crazy alien. The popular, just, yeah. The popular alien versus predator alien. Right. That alien. It's based on that series. Anyways, that movie's about how like they go to their planet and they find out where the aliens are from and this old civilization, whatever the fuck, used to live there. The aliens killed them all or some shit. Anyway, so this planet kind of has the same kind of technology. They got like these stone like doors and shit, like these fucking statues everywhere and this crazy looking technology. And your goal is to kind of figure out what the fuck is going on. And you're getting this signal and like this, this chick, I forget her name. Uh, what the fuck is her name? What is the name of this? I forget her name. Uh, Eternal. Uh, what's her name? Eternal. 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 Main character. Oh, you know what? I mean, you just mentioned it, Jesus, since we're. Celine. Celine. So, yeah. Celine? Celine, yeah. This old space lady. She's an astronaut. <laughs> okay. And uh, so you guys start going through the map. First time you go through, well, the first time I went through, it was like, you know, I got kind of far into it. And then I saw this big monster. And it fucking killed me with like one hit. Like it's just like boom, boom, you're dead. I was like, oh fuck! And then it just, like once again, it shows the spaceship flying to the Earth, to the to the atmosphere or whatever. And it fucking shows them crashing, and you wake up again inside the space shuttle. And she's like, what the fuck? Like she even says it. She's like, I've been here before. This looks familiar. And then she like wakes up, and then she like gets up, and you walk out, and you're like, you're in first person inside the space shuttle. And you can actually, it tells you, like, you can look at the computer log on your space shuttle, like, there's a computer. You can open up this log, and it tracks, like, how many times you've died, how many enemies you've killed, what kind of artifacts you found, what's the, it'll keep track of also all the enemy types you've encountered, and, like, sort of, like, all the technology you've acquired in the past, or you've actually been able to research or whatever, like, look at. And then, so you leave the space shuttle, and you're right at the beginning again, dude. Literally, fucking beginning. And you're like, God damn it, man. Like, I gotta go back through this whole fucking section again. But then you open the door to the first area, and you realize that it's nothing that's the same. Like, everything is different. You're like, what the fuck? And like, So it's procedural? Yeah, or- everything's been changed. Everything's been, like, the whole area's just fucking different. You're like, holy fuck, okay, now where the fuck am I? So now... You should try to fight. You're going through again, and you're trying to pretty much figure out what the fuck, where this signal is coming from. And you're trying to get to the signal, but to get to the signal, you got to find these, like, ancient fucking keys, these alien-looking keys that are hidden around the map. And you pretty much will keep encountering enemies, and you will die over and over and over and over and over. I probably died around... I want to say last night I died about three four times and on my fifth run okay my fifth run I, I went through and I got really far on my fifth run like on my fifth run I was like, like I was just jamming through it okay like I kind of knew like like the enemies are kind of predictable once you know what how they attack you can kind of dodge their attacks so they a lot of times they'll shoot these particles at you that are pretty slow and some of them will shoot these particles at you that are really fast so, but the cool thing is these particles don't go through walls. You can hide behind like walls and shit to hide, get cover. But uh, these, these, if you get too close to these enemies, they will pounce at you and they will attack you. 
So you gotta like they will like melee you and shit. So you gotta be kind of careful doing getting too close to them. But you have this pistol, and when you find like you can find these weapons around the map that are like ancient technology weapons or like alien weapons or whatever. And that'll be like a carbine, so it'll be like almost like an assault rifle, or another one will be almost like a shotgun. And um, and they have alternate fire modes. So like if you they use the haptic trigger, it's pretty cool in this game, where if you're aiming. Halfway, it's just the normal aiming, so she's normally aiming the gun, and, and you shoot the normal type of, I guess, ammunition, which, like, in an assault rifle, it's just the, the normal, like, brrr, like, the fucking bullets. A shotgun is like a shotgun, you know, shooting a shotgun round, so the pistol is just a pistol. But then they have an all, each gun has an alternate fire mode where you pull the trigger down all the way, and it changes the fire mode of the gun to, like, the, the ultimate ability of the weapon, which a lot of it is different types of abilities. One of them shoots out electricity. So, like, it'll shoot out electricity and it'll, like, attack the nearest enemy you're aiming at. Then it'll kind of electrify the shit out of them or electrocute them and, and blow them up. Another one shoots, like, almost like a grenade launcher. Like, it'll shoot, like, a rocket-type grenade at them. And another one is, like, a almost like a stream of bullets. So it kind of looks like a river. Like, coming out of your gun, it looks like a river, kind of. It's like a flat stream of bullets. And it'll chase whatever enemy's near to it and it'll stun the shit out of them and... These are kind of like special modes that your gun has, like a special firing mode. But those are on a cooldown, so once you shoot the one round that's with it, you have to like keep shooting the normal way because it's going to be on a cooldown, like a 20 second cooldown or 20, it's like 20 or 15 seconds or something like that. Um, but the cool thing is the game, you don't run out of ammo, so you don't have to worry about ammo, but you do reload, like you do run out if you're shooting the gun and you... Your gun does run out of ammo, but your character never runs out of ammo. You know what I mean? So you do have to reload the gun. Yeah. You yourself are never have to worry about, oh, man, I only have 20 bullets left. Oh, fuck. What am I going to Like, no, you got to worry about that. That's really cool. Um, so also, like, around these, these areas, there's these really cool technology that you can upgrade your suit with. You can, like, find these statues that upgrade your suit. And a lot of them upgrade your suit. Some of them upgrade your suit permanently, and some of them upgrade your suit for that run. So it's almost like Dead Cells or whatever. Where, like, mm-hmm. you find these things yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That run. And like, a lot, some of them will charge you like, uh, these things called obeolites, which is what the enemies drop when they die. It's like these light particles they drop that kind of come to you when you walk near them. And these obeolites will be charged to you and then it'll deduct from your, your bank that you have and then it'll like upgrade your suit to whatever you can, you can get out of this statue. Uh, and sometimes it's just free. Sometimes it's just like, hey, we're going to just give you like this buff for free because we feel nice or whatever. And there you go. You get a buff. Um, but this game is fucking difficult, man, because there is no like health. Like the health regeneration just doesn't exist. Like to get health, you got to find these stupid ass little rocks that are green that you you go up to them and you press triangle and it consumes and your suit consumes them and like they like heal you up. And, uh, you know, eventually on my fifth run, I found out that you can actually get these thing, this, like, shield. So you have, like, your health bar and, like, these three little shield bars. So, like, it's kind of like almost like a boost to your health bar. You know, it's like a little extra boost of health that you can use up and you can actually level that up all the way and, and kind of have, like, a little bit of extra, like, shield health or whatever. Um, and you can also find these parasites on the ground. These parasites are usually like these little like alien looking octopus creatures that you can attach to your suit 
and they pretty much will give you a buff. Like it'll be like, okay, you're done. You'll now earn 25% more XP towards leveling up your weapons, but you're going to have this defect where like now you take 10% more damage. So a debuff on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's why they're called parasites because they usually give you a buff, but they're taking something from you as well. So they either be like, okay, now your suit can your suit health, the maximum health is increased by twenty percent, but the debuff is now your your weapons won't you won't be able to level up your gun as much as as you could if you just didn't have this parasite on you, and that debuff stays on you until you remove the parasite off your body, which you lose the buff as well. You know what I mean? So it's like a trade off there. You can have up to like. I think three or four parasites on your body. You touch one to each leg and one to one to each arm. I think one to your back and one to your chest. Maybe six. I don't know. I've had the three. The most I've ever had was three of them. And then, so there's that. There's also this other shit that you can find around the map in these chests. Like, it's a kind of secret hidden areas you go to. You find these chests and um, you can open up these chests. They're usually called, um, they're like remnant technology. So these what these these remnants of this ancient civilization you're dealing with or whatever that you're on my planet, and they left this tech behind on this chest, but it's like uh, it's called malfunctioning tech, where like it's kind of like infected with this malevolent type technology, like like it's like a boost to you, like it'll be like okay if you take this consumable, it'll heal you up all the way, like it's a, like a consumable, right? You can you can carry one consumable on you at a time in the beginning of the game. And if you carry this with you, you can use it any time. But as soon as you pick this thing up, there's a since it's like a malevolent or whatever, it's all fucked up. It has like this weird attachments aura to it or whatever. There's a negative effect to it. So like, it'll tell you like it'll create a suit malfunction, and but you don't know what the suit malfunction is gonna be. Like you have no idea what it's gonna be. So as soon as you pick it up, your suit will start malfunctioning. But it'll be random each different time. Like you don't know what's what your your debuff your you know your debuff is gonna be on that when you ever when you pick these like um when you pick these consumables up, you don't know what the debuff debuff is gonna be. So you pick it up and then it'll say like, okay, now to remove this malfunction, you have to go and attach one parasite to your body. Or you have to kill three enemies within ten seconds of each other, or you have to craft an item at the crafting station or whatever. Or you have to pick up so much ether or whatever. You have to, like, it'll give you, like, a certain objective to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, kill three enemies and do this. And then you'll, this, this malfunction will go away. Um, so there's all that. This is kind of, it is a, it is a roguelike. So this game is like, you're going to die. You're going to go all the way from the beginning. There is no save point at all. Like, at all. There's no checkpoints. There's no, Hey, you made it this far. Congratulations. We're going to get mm-hmm. a checkpoint. So you could save here at this point. No, there's none of that. You literally like a, can die. Like a true yeah. uh, roguelike in that aspect. Yeah, you could fucking die at the very last minute at the boss, and if you fucking fell, you're dead. So it's really cool. There's a creepy aspect to this game where, like, I found this lady's house inside the map, like her actual house, and I was able to go into her house. And in her house, I found, like, she's like, oh, how is this here? Like, how is my house on this planet? And she's like, oh, she's like, am I hallucinating? Is this a memory? And she knows that she's been on this planet multiple times because you find 
her dead body everywhere, like around the map, just like randomly, like you'll see her dead body there and you can walk up to it. And like a lot of times they have like recordings on them. So you can pick up a recording from it and be like, okay, I've been on this planet five times and I've, I think I've been here five times or I think I've been here so many times and, and I've encountered this creature or whatever the fuck. And I'm trying to figure out what it means. So like she's at this, she has no idea what the fuck is going on on this planet or why she's here, why things are happening, why her house is here. So you go into her house after you find the key, which takes like way further into the map. You find her key, you teleport back because you've opened up these teleport stations that can teleport you around the map. Once you get so far into the map, you can open up these teleport stations that teleport you to different areas. And uh, they usually teleport you to, like, important key locations is what I noticed. They, they'll teleport you to, like, an area where there's an upgrade or shit that's kind of important. You know, like, you might have to go, you might have to come back here. So we conveniently will put a teleport station right here so you can come back to this area when you ever, whenever you get the item to unlock this door. So that's kind of what happened with the house. You find the key to open the house. I go into the house, and there's, like, somebody in the house with me. Like, you can hear him walking around the upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, who's there? She's like, like, very, it almost reminded me of that fucking scary game, that, um, that PT demo on the PS4. You guys remember that, the PT demo? I remember it, but I never, I didn't have the PS3 at the time. It was, like, super scary. It was on PS4, got PS4. It was, like, that fucking scary-ass fucking demo they released that, I forget who was working on this. I think it was Hideo Kojima or something was working on a fucking scary game or something. Or was it Capcom was working on a scary... Somebody was working on a scary Konami. Somebody... Yeah, and that demo doesn't exist anymore, but I guess if you were able to keep that file on your system... Yeah, you could still play it. But Selling yeah, it for like 300 bucks. Yeah. But it almost felt like that demo where like you feel like somebody's in with you in the house, but like you don't know what the fuck's going on. And uh, so finally she went upstairs and like, I found this note and this like this audio log and this lady keeps like, it was her. Because it's really weird because it's the actual character you're playing as, but all these fucking voice logs you're finding is her voice, but like in a different timeline or whatever the fuck, you know that she's already been through this so she knows what the fuck's going on or she doesn't know what's going on or she's found some kind of mystery secret type thing that you're like, Makes you wonder, do I need to go there? Do I need to go here and find this also? So she's talking about this astronaut. She's like, she's like the astronaut. He's following me. I don't know what that means. Like, I cannot outrun him. I cannot defeat him. I don't know why, what he wants from me. He keeps following me, though. And, like, sure enough, I go upstairs. I open up this window. And there's an astronaut standing outside the house. So I'm like, and he, like, your character is wearing, like, a spacesuit, but it almost looks like a futuristic style, like, cool-looking spacesuit, you know? Like, you look like like Mass Effect and the style spacesuit. Where this astronaut looks like fucking Neil Armstrong. Like 1960s, right? Yeah, 1960s Neil Armstrong fucking ghetto hobo-ass-looking astronaut, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is that, you know? Because that's not you. Or is he? I don't know. And then... Pretty much, so I did that part of the house. I woke up. I went I went outside, and where the guy was standing, there was, like, an artifact there. And it was, like, you pick up his artifact, and it's, like, okay, you picked up a astronaut figure, like a little action figure. It's, like, an astronaut. And I was, like, okay, what the fuck is the point of picking that up? You know, I thought to myself, like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm just going to keep going. 
Anyways, I figured out how to open the end boss, like the door to get to the end, right, Mayo? Like the boss, boss motherfucker. Okay. I opened this fucking huge door. I had to go find this fucking key, all this crazy shit, found this new crazy sword-looking weapon. I go out and open up this door. This crazy fucking alien-looking thing spawns out of this fucking fog. Like this huge motherfucker spawns out of the fog. And it's like, okay, now you have to fight this guy. And he has like a huge... I'm talking, this fucking health bar is big, dude. So you're fucking fighting this dude for like... I don't know how long. It took me like fucking five minutes to take him out. <laughs> and like, I'm killing him, killing him, killing him. And then I get to like the near end of his health, dude. And he fucking kills me because he does like some crazy moves that... At first he was doing like these certain type of moves that I could counter. Like like I could dodge him and shit because he'll do like this... This like, slow move, and then like this other slow move, and then a fast move. But then he switched it up on me, and I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and then so I killed him once, right? And it's like, ah, and he fucking dies. And guess what happens? He fucking respawns. And like, I noticed that next to his health bar, he's like these little tick marks, and there's three of them. So I'm assuming you have to kill him three, three fucking times. times. Yeah, yeah. Three he's sequences, like, oh, yeah. Ah, dude, it's like <laughs> once. Second time. He takes me out. Like, he kills me. And I was, I feel so bad. I'm like, fuck. Like, this whole time, I've been playing for like an hour. Right? It's like one in the morning. I'm like, fuck, I've been playing for like an hour. Okay. I'm dead. I just lost all that progress. And it's like, like, boop, boop. It's like, my character got back up. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, hey, you were brought back to life. The astronaut gave you a second chance. Ooh. Like, mm. Roguelike, it said, maybe. It said the astronaut, like the astronaut figure, was consumed, but it gave you a second chance. He brought you back. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, cool. Thank you, astronaut. So he brought me back. I kept fighting this thing, but like, like this thing got way. It got su- It got like super aggressive. At first, it was like kind of keeping his distance, and I was able to outrun it and like keep away from it and shoot it. But like. The second time, when I killed it and it came back to life, it got, like, fucking aggro as fuck. Like, I don't know if I pissed it off or something. But that motherfucker was chasing me, man. He was, like, fucking meleeing me, and he would, like, smack me. <laughs> and my character would, like, ragdoll across the fucking room. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ragdoll. And then he was doing, like, all these fucking special moves and shit. And he was fucking me up, and he fucking killed me. And then what happens? He killed me the second time, and here we go again. Starts off, you see the spaceship flying in, crashing. We wake up on the ground. And, like, at this point, I think Celine knows that she's, like, in this fucking loop. Because it tells you, like, you're in this loop. You're never going to leave. Like, there's an autolog I found that was, like, the loop will continue. You will never leave until you figure out what is making the noise. Like, what's making this noise. And that's the signal that you're trying to find. You're following this signal on your mini-map. And, you know, you're trying to figure out what this signal is coming from. And it tells you, like, you will never find out the truth. And you'll never be able to leave this place until you find the signal. you got to find the signal and you got to find out what it means. So, like, this game is fucking hard. It's difficult. It's stressful. But, like, it's not, like, I want to say it's, it's almost like a horror game, but not really. It's, it's more like a thriller suspense game. It's not. It's not a horror game. Like, yes, it's, it's not. Out. Is it not like action where you're just fighting like little trash mobs all the time? Or yeah, it is. It is like that kind of where you're fighting little enemies, and like sometimes you'll walk into an area and it'll say like areas in lockdown, 
And when the area goes into lockdown, that means you can't leave that area, obviously. So you got to fight whatever big boss is in that area. Kind of like a mini boss, you mm-hmm. know? And sometimes you'll, like, figure out, okay, I got to take out that turret over there because that's healing everybody. That's the reason I cannot kill anyone because that thing is constantly healing all the enemies. So I got to take that out before I can shoot the enemies. And you figure that out, you know? Like, maybe you don't figure out the first time. Like, the first time I couldn't figure that out. The second time I realized, oh, the reason I can't kill these fucking guys and not taking any damage is because that fucking statue is healing them the whole time. So I go and shoot the statue, and now I'm able to kill everyone right away. Um, And the enemies are not that difficult to kill. Like, the normal enemies aren't. They're pretty, like I said, they're pretty predictable. They kind of all have the same attacks. And they're kind of easy to dodge. And once you figure it out, like, you can dodge these enemies. And what's really cool is you do have, like, this dash move that she can use. You can dash any direction, like forward, left, front, back, uh, whatever, you know, right, left, front, back. And, and when you dash, you cannot take any damage. You don't take any damage. So, like, if you're, like, in the situation where these particles are coming at you and you cannot outrun them or you cannot move out of the way, if you press the dash at the right moment, they'll go right through you, but they don't do any damage to you. So that's a cool thing that you can also kind of trick the game into fucking up there, you know? Um, but yeah, when you kill the enemies, you gain this uh, adrenaline. It's called adrenaline. Every time you kill, like, so many enemies, you, you pick up their, their obulites, and these obulites give you adrenaline. Adrenaline, uh, once you kill, I think it's like two, every three enemies, your adrenaline level goes up. Max level is level three, I think. Each level that you go up, it enhances your character a little bit. So, like, the first level, it'll say, like, uh, you're, you can see better now. Like, your vision has been enhanced. The next adrenaline level is, like, okay, now now your, uh, your, like, health, like, every time you heal up now, you heal up an extra 25% on top of the normal healing. And then, like, the next one will be, like, okay, now you can really see, like, really far or something like that. You mm-hmm. can, like, track multiple enemies or whatever the fuck like it kind of but like every time you take a hit like say somebody hits you or whatever or you take a damage from an enemy your adrenaline resets to zero it'll say like adrenaline has been reset so that's something that you gotta either keep up you know or like try to figure out to like how not get hit like i said you, you have a lot of consumables in the game there's consumables for shields there's consumables for like hey for the next 60 seconds every time you heal you're going to heal up 50% instead of healing up 10%. You heal 50% and you pick up a healing item and you can heal 50% extra. Or you can use this consumable, which this one consumable will create a shield around your character that'll take or observe whatever hit. Like, whatever hit. It could be a boss hit. It could be any hit. But it's just one hit that it's going to observe. Like, you know, so, like, you got to fucking... You got to use this consumable up wisely you know and the thing is the problem with consumables in this game that i find is you can only carry one at a time and that's kind of a shitty situation because sometimes you find that you're in a room with like a lot of consumables like three or four or five and you're like well fuck i want that one i want that one i want that one i want that one but you're like i can't carry all of them and they're all not useful like if i carry this one and equip it right now like, okay, I can use this one to, to equip the shield right now, right? So now you have the shield up, and I can pick up another one. But I can't pick up the one that's like, I do more damage for 30 seconds and use that right now because there's no enemies around. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
we're like, what's the point of consuming that right now? There's no enemies, so like it's kind of useful, useless to me right now. Um, so there's kind of like weird sort of like doom, yeah, All right. yeah, like that like situation. A little fucking weird, uh, but yeah, like the map is different every time you die. Um, but the the map is laid out differently, but the areas are the same. So like I've been to areas that I'm like, okay, I recognize this area. I've been through here before. But now it's like in a different part of the map. You know what I mean? Like the map is just mm-hmm. every time you die, it's not necessarily the map is procedurally. Procedure turns around. You might be heading back. Yeah, yeah. The map is kind of like backwards or whatever, or it's like it's laid out. Just the map is laid out differently. You won't know which direction you know the map is laid out until you get through it, and you can open up the map on your computer and your little computer on your wrist, and it will show the map. And then be like, okay, now I can go here, 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 here. And like it'll show you what doors are unlocked, what doors you can unlock. Um, like I said, I didn't know that. Uh, like there was, for example, this one door that I couldn't get past, and I needed to get past it to get the key to open the main boss. And I didn't—I wasn't able to get past that door till I got near the very end of my fifth run, where I found this like, uh, what do you call those automatrons or like those big like. Uh, they call automatrons, right? <laughs> like that, like yes. the big robots, like big robot machine that was dead, and like it was holding like a sword in its hand. And now I picked up the sword, and like this item is becomes a permanent item because there's some like there's some items in the game. I'm assuming that's it's like any other fucking world, like almost where like that item will become a permanent item for you to use in the future. So like this sword thing that I found. It's a melee weapon that can take down these barriers that are like alien technology or whatever. These like red looking barriers. It can take those down. You can use that sword to take those down. That's a permanent item that I have equipped now. Even if I died that one time against that boss, I don't have to go find this fucking sword again. You know what I mean? I just have it now. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, the game is fucking difficult. It is hard, but like it's a lovely looking game. The game, the audio is fucking well done. I'm using the, the Pulse headset with the PlayStation, you know, that PS5 headset. How is that? Is it you liking it? it? It's really. I mean, I don't. Really, I don't like the headset itself. I mean, the headset is cool, but it, my ears are too big. Like the ear cups don't fit over my ears. My ears are way too big for that fucking headset. So, and then also I have a problem with those types of headsets, man. Like you know the Sennheisers that we have, or like mm-hmm. they're like cloth. You know, we're... we're the uh, animal hide. I think they call it. Yeah. Veller. Veller. Yeah, Veller, yeah. Whereas, whereas the PlayStation one is leather. Like, it's a mm-hmm. leather cup. The pleather, and those, those I think get, they call it. Yeah, yeah, those get fucking hot, dude. You know what I mean? They get hot. I mean, granted, I'm playing at nighttime. It's, it's cold. You know, it's not, not, not hot. But I couldn't imagine wearing those in the summer, dude. Like, fuck. You guys are in the summer when it's fucking hot outside and it's hot in your house. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Right. The last thing I want to do is wear over the ear. Sweaty ass, sweaty ass over the ear headsets. You know, like, what the fuck? You know, with sweaty ears and shit. You don't want that, bro. But but otherwise, other than that, the, the audio... They do use a 3D enhanced fucking surround audio or whatever. Because it even tells you, like, in the game when you launch it. Like, if you turn on the headset, it automatically will switch to the 3D special audio or whatever. It's, it's called 3D. Spatial. Spatial, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's it's that, that shit is really well done. Because you can't hear, the, you hear, like, the, the ticking of the enemies behind you and, like, you hear the raindrops, or you hear like shit behind you. You turn around, oh, you hear shit to your left and to your right. 
especially playing last night, I could tell that the audio was really well done. Uh, the visuals are incredible in this game. It reminds me of, like, like I said, the movie Prometheus meets, like, some kind of fucking space adventure type shit where, like, like you really have no clue what's going on. And, like, you're as you continue through the game, you, like, you find these ciphers. And these ciphers are obviously, like, written in, like, the alien technology or, like, the alien language. You, at first, like, they're all just, like, garbled fucking mess. You don't know what they mean. But as you walk around the map and you die over and over and over, you'll find these um these ancient cipher like decryption letters or whatever, and like you'll find them randomly throughout the map. Like like this will decrypt so many words of that cipher. So like I was able to like go back to the cipher in my fifth run and like I was able to to read all of it. You know what I mean? So like it said like something about we have lost our brothers and now we must face the truth and find and go to the light or some it was some weird ass fucking shit that is I'm like what the fuck does that even mean and then I found another one that says something about we can't do anything else here we have to leave like we have to go now and then like I found this crazy archive looking thing that showed kind of like how the aliens that lived on that planet were actually also fighting the creatures that I'm fighting but they invented like some kind of defense against these creatures like they were able to invent these machines that would defend them and protect them against the creatures that i'm finding so it's kind of like a weird like holy fuck these guys were fighting these things too but they were able to figure out this technology that can defend them and uh some weird crazy alien fucking movie type shit going on here. um but yeah the game looks incredible could this be on a ps4 pro probably yes not as not as nice looking most likely probably you know, there would probably be no that fucking cool-looking lighting and all that shit, but it, it could probably be on a PS4 Pro. It probably wouldn't run at 60 frames, because this game does feel fucking smooth, man. Like, there's never a point in the game where you feel like, this game it just feels bad. Like, no, it's incredibly smooth. The game just runs fucking flawless. And uh, so that's one plus to it. Uh, and the, like I said, the lighting is incredible. The environments are incredible. Like, it's really cool-looking environments, man. Like, you really feel like you're on this, like, alien planet. You're like, I've never seen anything like this before. Like, like there's, like, fucking plants that'll come out of the ground and follow you and shit. Like, like, what the fuck? But they don't attack you. And, like, there's some other weird, creepy shit going on. There's these statues you can shoot and break down. And sometimes, like... You shoot one of these, like, statues of, like, uh, it'll be, like, statues of, like, the old ancient aliens, right? Like, the civilization that was there. It'll be, like, this huge statue of them. And you can shoot it, and sometimes, like, if you shoot it, the obelites come out of it. Or sometimes, like, a, like a, uh, a special, like, a healing animal come out of it. Or sometimes even an enemy will come out of the fucking statue. <laughs> if I can come at you, like, ah! You're like, holy fuck! Oh, shit! Oh, I didn't mean to do that! <laughs> you're like, fuck! <laughs> now you're fucking being chased by a fucking enemy. That reminds me ass. of the uh, the cursed chest. Sometimes on Dead Cells, you can open it and it'll be, it'll be full. <laughs> you can tell they're fans of bad. that series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can tell they probably took some inspiration from these from that series as well and other games as well. I mean, but the game, the one downside to this whole game, like I said, is there's really no save point, like at all. There's no no checkpoints whatsoever. Like huh. literally. The game tells you in the beginning, hey, look, there is no save points in this game. Like, 
Yeah. If you want to leave and do something, we recommend you leave your PlayStation in rest mode and go do what you're going to do and then come back mm-hmm. to it. But do not, they, they tell you, like, do not launch another game. Do, do not, like, go and play Battlefield and then you're going to come back and the shit will be here. Like, it won't be there. Like, you're going to start from the fucking beginning and you're going to lose all your shit. Well, you'll like, have, you, I'm assuming you'll have your permanent stuff, but you'll be yeah. a new run. So yeah. kind of like Dead Cells in that aspect, except for Dead Cells will, if you just turn it off, you'll come right back where you was at in that run. Mm. But yeah, how long does it take you to do a typical run? Like, <laughs> People say it takes 20 hours to beat. Like, so, so I don't know if, how long a run is. I mean, I don't know if that's 20 hours where like dying. Like what's your run right now? Like when you die, like see so you go so far, how far? So last night where, when I got to the boss, right, it took me about an hour, let's say 45 minutes to get to that boss. But that's because I had been to the biome so many times that I kind of already knew like what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And one cool thing about this mail is, like I said, you open up these teleportation portals that bounce you back around and forth the map super quick. And once you clear an area of enemies, the enemies are done forever. Like You can just go back to there and walk around without having to worry about enemies being there again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's one plus to this game where like it doesn't, yeah, no cooldown yeah, like, on the enemies. Yeah, I'll kill everyone around the house or whatever, and then I'll find the house key way down the map, and I can teleport back using the teleport device. And all those enemies that I killed around that house, they're just gone. You know, they're just not there, and they're, they're still dead. You know, like, that's that's one cool thing about this game. Like, once you kill enemies, they're sort of dead, and uh, they're done with. So that's a plus, but, yeah, as far as, like, how long it takes to actually run through the whole game, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just curious what a run because that way you just have to know, like, okay, I'm gonna play one run, you know, and you want to go in and, and see how far you can get, and then be like, okay, I'm done for the day or whatever, you know. And, and yeah, they're gonna be that's, daily that's runs. Tackle dead cells in that way, like I would be like, okay, I'm gonna do one dead cells run today, and where I get is how long I'm gonna play, and then when I die, I'm just gonna kind of jump off the F. Yeah, so as far as, as you just said, you just brought something up, Benny, that's really cool, is there is a challenge mode in this game as well. So if you die every day, there's a challenge mode in the game that the developer puts up a seed, and pretty much you go on there, and the game has an online mode for some reason. I don't know, it's like you're online connected to the PlayStation Network. You go to this challenge mode, and like each day they upload the same seed to that mode or whatever and, and everyone gets to play that same map. But it, it pretty much tracks how far you get on that run. And it'll like it tell you how good you did against everyone else who did that run that day in the world. Mm-hmm. So so that's kind of a cool little thing, you know, like, hey, I got further than these guys or whatever, you know. But yeah, it's only a tells- one time thing, like a one time like yeah, Dead Cells has something like that too. Okay. It's not one time. There's a little vault you can run into, and it's one map of that day, and it'll be a certain enemy set. Mm-hmm. And it'll give you two re- weapons. Like, everybody has to use the same two weapons, and you got to run through it, and it times you. And it keeps, it'll rank you by your time for the day. And so you can have daily leaders and all that kind of stuff. But I don't ever try it. But yeah. you can pick your way doing that. That's neat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking at articles here that say that the actual, like, path to beat is 15 hours straight uh, with 5 hours being in the first area. 
five hours in the second area, and then the last area will be in the shortest area or whatever. So I wonder if you do a run until you get to the second area and you die, you'll start in that second area maybe. That's how you can get that total time in. Because obviously you're not going to play for one sit-down. No, you start from the beginning. Hmm. From the crash site. Yeah, so I guess you just have to leave it on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so shitty. Yeah, that rest mode. Like, like a checkpoint system to that. Like, okay, you made it as far as this area. Now we're going to like let you go baby mode. And like, if you die, you start here or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why didn't they do that? Give me a fucking baby mode here, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, was it was it one of my favorite games out there is Dragon's Dogma. I don't know how long it was after, but they did add a easy mode, right? And that game was fucking hard still, but still it was like, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't make me cry here. <laughs> Give me stuff a little easier. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool game. There's a lot of alien tech in there, like, like Doom. Weird looking effects that go on and, and holograms and shit. And like, there's like this weird black floating orb that floats in like the middle of like this ring. And like, and it reminds me of that fucking movie Event Horizon for some reason. Remember Event Horizon? Where like, there's like that black floating orb where like it's making everyone go fucking crazy or whatever. That's the thing that's making everyone go crazy and lose their shit. Yeah. That's kind of what's in this game. There's like this floating orb in the middle of like this thing. And like, it's just there. Like, it doesn't do anything. It's just like, and you hear like weird voices and shit coming out of it. Like Fifth Element? <laughs> no, like Event Horizon. Like some creepy shit, Event Horizon type, like horror shit. Like, you hear like people calling your name and shit out of this orb. But, like, you shoot at it, nothing happens. It's just fucking floating there. It's just, just there. And, like, when you die, like, like you die, and, like, sometimes you die, and, like, instead of showing the crash site, it'll just, like, like show, like, a splash screen real quick, like a like a one, two-second, like, like, thing that pops up, and then, like, you wake up, and you're back on the ground next to the ship. And, like, sometimes it'll show that orb, and it'll just show the orb floating in the middle. Like, like how did you saw it, like, five seconds ago? And you're like the fuck does that mean what why am i seeing the orb when i die or sometimes mayo sometimes mayo you see the astronaut oh like creepy he's just standing like standing there in the dark just staring at you just looking at like some creepy ass not like some cool astronaut male i'm talking some creepy looking motherfucker just standing there in the dark staring at you with like you can't see his face you see the astronaut helmet Mm-hmm. He's looking at you. Know he's looking at you, man. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Like the mystery of who who's in there, kind of thing. Yeah, who the uh, fuck who, is in the actual who? Reminds me of Armstrong? some Doctor. Reminds me of some Doctor Who stuff, kind of like creepy there's shit, episodes man. where they do like a creepy astronaut. You're trying to figure out who it is the whole time. Who's the astronaut, yeah. Who's in that suit? I mean, it's some real creepy shit. That's the creepy part of the game on that. And also, like one pro, I guess a pro tip I can give to you guys is if you're in that first area, the first biome. You can always go back to your main ship, like the, the crash spaceship. You can actually go into it, and you can sleep on the bunk that's in there and heal yourself up all the way. It'll give you maximum health and everything. Mm. And that's a tip that I give you before fighting the big boss, which is I'm going to do next time. Is I'm going to go back there, and I'm going to heal myself all the way up, and then go fight that big motherfucker, son of a bitch, fucking stupid-ass alien motherfucker. Fuck that guy. 
But yeah, other than that, this game's incredible. Real good use of the haptic controller. Like, like when you're crashing, when that, that first, when the scene opens and there's thunder and there's rain. Even when there's rain, like as you're walking and there's rain in the map, you can feel the raindrops in the controller. It's really bizarre. Like, like I don't know how they do it, but like the vibrations in the controller, it feels like it's raining on your hands. Like, I, it's kind of hard to explain. You know what I mean? I heard this was the best utilization of the haptic feedback so far of any game. Yeah, it's really fucking good, man. Like, and like I said, you know, you got that half pull and that suit, like extra pull for like that that super fire mode or whatever, that alternate fire mode on your weapon. You got like like some real cool shit going on here with the with the controller, the haptic feedback and all that. It's really like I said, the raindrops. Like that's the one thing I noticed is the raindrops. And you know, you got the, the 3D surround sound on. You hear it really good. But the raindrops are also coming in and it's like you feel them on your controller. It's just like like rain. It's raining on my hands, man. It's raining. It's raining on my hands. Wet hands. I'm just, I'm just glad I don't do drugs. Cause if I would have smoked weed and saw that alien, I'd be creeped the fuck out forever, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, wouldn't be able to sleep and shit, man. That alien was creepy, dude. That's the creepiest. Not the alien, the astronaut. The astronaut was the creepiest. He's creepier than the aliens. That motherfucker, creepy ass astronaut looking motherfucker. And what's creepier is the chick said he's following her. She's like, I see him everywhere I go. He's following me, but what does it mean? <gasps> You're like, oh, fuck. And then you hear the footsteps upstairs. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is upstairs? Is the astronaut upstairs? And you go upstairs. And you're like, is anyone here? Anyone? It's that fear of the unknown of what's up there. Yeah. Yeah. No, because the first time you walk into the house, Gunny, if you look at the staircase and you look up, it's nothing but pitch black. Like, I'm talking like pitch black. You can't go up there. And you go down the hallway and around the corner and it's pitch black. But then when you hear the footsteps... You look down the hallway and it's not pitch black anymore. There's like a kitchen down the hallway and like a door you can open. But I oh. went upstairs instead of going down the hallway. What if I go down the hallway instead of up the stairs next time? Okay, now now you're painting that picture of now I can see PT. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Trippy, man, like that shit was trippy, bro. It was like, what the fuck am I doing? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is for the hardcore hardcores, man. Like, like I said, you know, like. There's something about it. You die a lot. <laughs> I've died a lot. Like I said, I'm on like my sixth run now. But there's something really cool about this game that just like tells you, like, I just, just try again. Just keep going. Just that roguelike element. Yeah, it keeps just you going. One more. Just, just maybe this time you'll do a little bit better, right? Just maybe you'll do a little bit better this time. The one shitty part, like I said, is no, no, like checkpoints. So that's kind of the tough part there. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, Kenny, um, I haven't played much else really. I, I've I beat, like I said, I beat, I beat Spider Man last week. Um, oh, the other game that I guess I played this week a lot of was Second Extinction. Okay, uh, I, I played maybe ten minutes of it on the Xbox PC Game Pass. I didn't play it on the console. Yeah, I played it on the PC as well on the Game Pass. And I'm loving this game. This game is fucking dope. It's sort of like you're like this fucking crew, or whatever. I forget what they're called. Like they're called something. But you drop out of the spaceship or whatever into the fucking planet. And you have like a mission to go do something and you kill all the fucking dinosaurs. And then you extract at the end. I'm really fucking liking the game. It reminds me a lot of um, 
like uh, who was I playing with Leahy? He said it reminds him of Deep Rock Galactic, and I could see some of that influence on the game. Where yeah, like, I can see a little bit of that, but I didn't play a co-op, so I didn't see the full scope of it. Yeah, so there's some of that. And there's also like um, there's, the game does get difficult. Like if you're not playing with like good people, the game could be really fucking hard. Like there was a few matches where I played, and it was just kind of really not fun because the people I was playing with fucking sucked. But us, you know, playing with Leahy and shit, like because there was, I think it was two of us that were coordinated, and the other people that was just a random, they would technically just follow us pretty well. Like they would actually be pretty good about following us. And sticking to the objectives, we actually did pretty good. And I've actually I've been unlocking some cool stuff in that game, and, and I look forward to playing more of it, man. Like I, I really am enjoying that game, and it runs fucking good for the PC. Like there's no real issues with it well, that I can tell. Mine crashed. What? But yeah, that's literally the first time I've had something crash on me on the Xbox. Yeah. Or the yeah the PC app or whatever I was like what the hell I actually had a game crash this is weird normally I always boast about how good it is but no I did say like early access and all this stuff and um no I think I, didn't I have any crashes or anything like for me it ran great no just I I mean no hiccups while playing the game you know and again I just played it single player just to kind of like okay what's this about right went through the training. Pretty basic, right? You shoot by pressing the right trigger if you're using a controller. You know, just stuff, shit like that. Jump, press A. Uh, then I went in, did a mission really fast. <clears throat> just playing as that grenade launcher guy. And I, don't know, I thought it was boring myself. And I thought, okay, maybe if I played with other people. But but just the way this is right now and, you know, its current state, I was like, fine, whatever. I get, a f- I get, I get like two abilities, you know? <laughs> that I thought were pretty lame. Um, um, yeah. But you can unlock, like, the one, my favorite character is Rosie. She has this machine gun, and she has, the, her ability is, like, she can heal the squad, like, at any time. She can just heal them, and that's her special ability. Her other ability is to call down ammo, like, and that's for everyone. You can call down these pods, and either the pods will have equipment in them or ammunition. I carry ammunition. Somebody else usually carry the equipment. The equipment is used to do, like, objectives that are side objectives, you can like extract certain things back up to the spaceship to to give you resources when you finish the mission you unlock these resources to upgrade your stuff such as your weapons but you can upgrade your weapon handling on certain guns also your sidearm you have to start off with the pistol which is kind of lame but if you level up to like level three or four or five or six or whatever the fuck level I'm at um you do unlock the submachine gun which is a really cool sidearm you know it's kind of like having a second machine gun. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, and then also, you don't you can unlock different types of grenades later on. You can camo- unlock the different camos for your guns. Unlock the different, I believe, different character skins as well. And different abilities for your characters. Like, there are different abilities that your characters can use. So, like, say you don't like this ability this guy has, you can switch it off for a different one. Um, the game is, like I said, Podcasts that I've been listening to, people complain about the floatiness of the controls. I've been having fun with it. Like, I play mouse and keyboard. And I, I don't know it could what, be a mouse and keyboard their, controller difference. You know it, what their DPI yeah. is on their controls, but mine, I like my DPI to be really high. Like on my almost all my games, I I like have my shit to where I can turn super fast, like really barely moving my mouse. I don't know what it is, but that's just how I play. I don't know if I got used to it from Call of Duty. I don't know why the fuck I have it so high. 
but I just do. I've always have, and you know, like it's just not a problem for me. But for some people, the controls were kind of floaty. I don't feel that. Um, there is very tense moments, like one moment <laughs> where we did a mission and the fucking T Rex came in, and he like broke down a wall and me and like he was after late. He was on Leahy like a motherfucker. He wanted to eat Leahy. Leahy <laughs> was like. Jesus, help me! And I'm like, dude, I am helping you. I'm trying to, like, I was on top of this platform shooting down at the fucking T-Rex with, like, my machine gun. And Leahy was, like, on the ground just being chased by him. Mm. <laughs> He's like, help me, Jesus, help me! And, like, and like the thing is, when you go down, like, say the, the raptors knock you down on the ground and you're bleeding out. Because you have, like, a timer, right, where you bleed out. Where your teammates can come up to you and revive you. Or you can revive yourself if you have a medkit on you. Anyways, the problem with the with the revive with that, I don't know why they have it this way. Maybe it's just because it's the beta and they haven't figured it out. But when the dinosaurs knock you down, they keep fucking biting you and attacking you. Like you cannot heal yourself. Mm. So he was like, yelling "Yeah, I at noticed me. that." <laughs> he was yelling at me to get the T Rex off of him, so I tried and I did. I got him off of him. And then the T-Rex was chasing me up this fucking staircase. And then somehow I got to the point where we just said, you know what? Fuck it. You just run. We're not going to be able to kill this fucking thing. Just fucking run. So we just outran the T-Rex and we ran to some raptors and we killed them. And then we stole their eggs or whatever. Then we went to the extract and we extracted and we beat the mission. And that shit was a lot of fun. Like we had, I had fun. I don't know about Leahy, but I fucking really liked that game. Like that game is a lot of fun. I don't know what people. Excuse me, people are complaining. But to me, that's a hit. They got a hit on their hands, I feel like. like See, it does kind of sound like Deep Rock. If you're going in, so is your mission, like, say you got to collect a certain item and then get out? Yeah, you could, like, oh, you have to restore the power at this facility, or you have to go into this site, and, like, it's a black site, so you got to go in there and take out all their servers. And, yeah, like, set the C4. Yeah, get type, the servers out thing. and, like, you know, the, we'll send these pods down, so you got to grab the case out of the pod, run into the computer room, grab the server, put it into the cases, and, like, each case holds three servers. Then you run back outside, you put the server back in the pod, grab the next case, go out there, and then once those cases are filled up, the pod seals up and it shoots up into the sky, you can call down another one and call down another one until the timer runs out. And then the more you extract, the more data you're going to collect out of there or whatever but the more rewards you get at the end of the mission. So, like, I did one mission where, like, the first time me and Leahy and the one random did that, we only got, like, 15 pods or 15 servers out. Second time I ran that mission, we got, like, fucking 27 out. We were, like, on our... We were on a roll, dude. Me and whoever, me and the two randoms that were playing, we were just fucking going in there and just... Just collecting that shit, just running out, boom, just launching that shit back into the sky. Grab the next one, run back inside. Just We were just... We were just ignoring the dinosaurs at that point. Like, the dinosaurs were trying to fuck us, fuck with us. But, like, the one guy that was out there fighting the dinosaurs, he was really controlling, like, doing really good crowd control on their asses. He was just fucking them up or keeping their attention off of us. Because we were just, <laughs> we were in there just fucking doing work. And by the end of the mission, even, like, the character in the game was like, wow, you guys got a lot of servers out. And we're like, fuck yeah, we did. But it was, it was pretty legit. I mean,. Yeah, and there's other types of missions like extract this or go here and do this or go here and do that. Uh, there's also like a free roam mode, which I never tried, which I don't know 
how that works. I guess you just go in there just to kill dinosaurs and do shit. I don't I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyways. <laughs> that's cool. That's all I played. I mean really like that that's that's I'll have all to give it a try. I Yeah, I me mean, too. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I just hate what? downloading stuff on the Xbox app. It takes so long on my computer. I don't know what it is. It's annoying. Uh Oh, wait, no, no, one more thing that I did play was Destroy All Humans, and man, that game was a blast. It's just mm-hmm. like, the, like, the, like the first time I played it, or whatever, how many years ago. It's such a fucking blast. I love that game. <laughs> I, mean, uh, yeah, I like the, the older humor to it. It doesn't look old. I mean, it looks doesn't look new, I mean, but it looks kind of old, but like, it even has like the old style gameplay, kind of, you know? Like the like, artwork is kind of old. Like the people, you see them, yeah. they have an older artwork artwork look but yeah. modern day graphics kind of yeah, like the game looks weird. good but yeah. the people look kind of weird like they had a hard they were like very chiseled chalk or cheekbones and, yeah, and yeah. kind of like straight lines on their faces and straight lines like johnny bravo or something right yeah. yeah yeah i played that some this way week as well and i had yeah. a good time with it oh i love the humor like the fucking it's just the, the, the dumb little shit that, like, you know, this is an adult that you never know this is a kid. Like, for example, when you go to the fucking, like, one of the first missions and you go to, like, that, uh, that state fair and, like, you land and you, like, see the cars that are parked outside and they're kind of rocking back and forth. You're like, mm-hmm. there's people mm-hmm. having sex in those cars. Like, <laughs> right. like, as a kid, like, these little kids were playing this game, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not the most kid-friendly game, really. Yeah. Like, you, you know, even when you meet the cows the first time, remember you walk yeah. up behind the one cow and it's, like, crapping all over the field. <laughs> You're like, You're like, what the what? fuck? The hell is this shit? Cows yeah, no yeah, duty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I fucking I'm I'm having a blast with that fucking game. I, I like the uh, the missions are kind of cool. I just remember for some reason I I played that game a long time ago. And I remember having like a free roam, just cause mayhem mode. I, I remember the same thing. So there must be something that comes out later. Like, like that that unlocks, game, yeah, right? I remember being able to run around and just kind of cause chaos. Also. Yeah, causing fucking chaos in the city, right? Like just fucking. Abducting people and blowing shit up, and you kind of flying around in your little jetpack and just shooting things, and yeah, I'm you can get in your ship and fly around and destroy things, and land back <laughs> down again. Yeah. yeah, I never played the original, but I did download it because it is on Game Pass, and I know when this game came out, like as a whatever, you know, it's it's got an upgrade or whatever, and it came out as a release on you know some months ago, and I was like, okay, that. It doesn't look too exciting. <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm glad it's on Game Pass so I can check it out. Me too. I, I almost picked this game up. I almost bought it when it was announced, you know, they were making the remake. And then I waited for some reason. I think something else was coming out at the time. I'm glad I waited. Yeah. And and then I waited and I waited. Now, now it's on Game Pass. I'm like, yay, it's a win. Uh, um. So, yeah, I played that and I really had a lot of fun playing it. Like, that. <laughs> That, it legit made me laugh. Some of the dumb shit the character like, I just love the humor that is so like, non-apologetic. Like nowadays, everything is so like, oh, we're sorry, we didn't mean to say that. Uh. Like, yeah, it's a very. This game doesn't give a fuck. It's like, fuck you, bitches. Like, and it tells you at the beginning. Yeah. Did you remember? It's like <laughs> this game has been remade. Like it's been redone. Yeah. But 
it's also the way it originally was. You know, yeah. like don't you know? I, I don't know if it says like it, it gives it you some kind of warning. Yeah, I said like it might hurt your fragile human minds or modern minds or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, like for like the modern people playing because yeah. of the old people playing didn't. It was yeah, normal. Yeah, for, for your modern brains, it may be a little bit too much or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it was like a little <laughs> warning they throw at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it was like a little warning they throw. So, so before yeah, you I mean, go on a on a freaking Twitter rant, you know, or something, yeah, yeah. right? Because the game, the, it's just it's funny, dude. Like I said, they have a lot of humor, and then like. Like, one of the levels you take over as, I think it's like, isn't it Richard Nixon or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I think it's Nixon you take over. <laughs> and you're giving, like, a speech at, like, a town hall or something. Like, they're asking you questions. Like, well, what about these What ha- What about these aliens or whatever? And you can, like, blame the commies. Like, fuck the commies. <laughs> it's <laughs> all their fault. And they're like, yeah, America, fuck yeah. It was true for you and shit. <laughs> It's pretty funny, man. Like I, I love the humor in the fucking game. It's, it's amazing. But um, yeah, check out uh, Straw Humans, people. It's, I don't know if it's on the Xbox Game Pass, but it should be. It is. It was it's on, on the. Both. I played it on the Xbox, and I seen it on the PC one. So I was looking for something to play on my Xbox. I got it back the other day, and so I, I saw that on there. So I downloaded it and played it on my OLED. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, check it out and um. But yeah, other than that, man, like that, that's all I really played this week. What about you guys? What do you got, Mail? Oh, well, yeah, just continuing on. I played I played some, you know, Destroy All Humans. Again, the game looked really good. Even though, you know, the remake on the OLED, it, you know, it's good. I mean, it, it does have that old art style, like you were saying, but it plays smooth. It's a lot of fun, just kind of causing havoc and stuff like that. Um,. Another game I did play, um, I did play with Gunny a little bit. I jumped on some Outriders again this week, and I played with Gunny and Nico. Uh, Nico had sent me a message, kind of wanting some help to run through the campaign a little bit. And then I happened to see that Gunny was on, so I sent him a message through Discord. And the three of us kind of ran through some of the campaign together a little bit. And I kind of just kind of helped run them through it a little bit. Uh, I didn't gain anything out of it. My... Uh, weapons wise or anything like that is just basically helping them guys get through the campaign run a little bit higher difficulty and stuff like that so i don't know how much it helped gunny or whatever but hopefully he's getting closer to the end, end game though i think you getting close to end game over gunny i don't that's i have no idea but but at least now that we fought that boss that now i'm getting legendaries okay yeah so yeah we beat that one boss and dropped Dropped that one legendary, and then uh, we made it to basically the... It's called the gate, is where I stopped playing with them guys. And you'll have about seven more missions, seven more areas to travel to past that point. So... Yeah, but I, I would say for the people that I have been playing with, like... Uh, was it last night? It was with uh, General G's on Discord, um, who I've actually met local. Um, him and a buddy of his, we all played on Xbox, and we're going for uh, world tier eight, and yeah, that was ooh, that was tough, man. <laughs> but yeah, level twenty three, twenty four—that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, getting there because you—I think I was uh, probably world tier nine, going on world tier ten when I finished the game at level thirty. So if that's kind of any indication of where you should be probably is for your gear um you're probably going to be 
probably world tier seven, world tier eight, where you're at then at that point. And then I said, um, once you hit level 30, you're going to probably be around world tier 10. Yeah. Real yeah. It's a, it's a right. slow, slow grind, but again, all over the story, playing with different people in different missions and areas. But, yeah, but for I, me what personally, I should, should do is create another character and run with you guys around the same level. It would make it a lot easier because, um, with me, what it does is I took my level 30 in there. It drops basically like level 27 items for you guys. So I kind of get the same kind of level stuff. So I just pretty much disassemble it and turn it into scrap, get the resources. There is some mods I can unlock. Um, you may find a weapon that has a mod that I don't own yet. Mm. So when I do disassemble it, I get that mod permanently for my other guns I can add to it. So, I mean, it is beneficial in that aspect, but... But that was about it, you know. So we would have a few moments, I know, where I would we'd be running along, and you guys get a whole bunch of new weapons, and you guys had to go through your weapons, so we would just kind of pause. i just do the little emote and sit on the ground and wait for you guys to kind of catch up, and then we just kind of go on. Yeah. But it was still a really good time. Like, it's a really fun game. The servers are still kind of tricky. Sometimes it's still kind of hard getting together. I found times where I had to close the game out and then relaunch the game if somebody leaves the party. For it to continue to work right which is kind of crazy but yeah and I, and I think one of the most exciting things i think um that i think we should do mayo is do more expeditions i think those would be a blast and jesus i think would really enjoy those i would not enjoy that yeah those yeah. are fucking fun those really, are run really through hard. yeah yeah because that's in-game stuff and that would be really hard for him to go in there as a new character engine trying to do it we'll just see so. jesus get wrecked leave him behind keep going guys Jesus wants to be the bunny killer, does he? He'll be the bunny killer. He'll be the sickly, All right. twisted little yes. animal if killer. You get in as a new character in there, <clears throat> and we take you to an expedition. Are you going to kill more characters than Gunny? I'll do my best. <laughs> not, you're not confident that you will? <laughs> well, he doesn't know, right? He's not going to say. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to make any promises. And make him look bad. Confirmed or denied those rumors. <laughs> <laughs> Using all that COD skills, zombie COD zombies, all this stuff rushing at you. You don't think you're gonna you're gonna hold your own? Maybe. I'll hold its hands behind its back, Jesus. I'll let you. Let you. You know. Maybe. Do your dirty he'll, work. He'll hold, it. The, he'll hold the alien down while you can shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's an ability, but just you know, just out of yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll freeze it in place for you for you to shoot it. But <laughs> but those like are that. fun. I, I really I thought those were a blast with the was it Ryan and who else? Um who are we playing with? And I thought, man, I really want to go back to those now. Was it Leahy? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They are fun. I don't think Leahy's there yet. So you might have been I know you played with my son the one time and Oh it, maybe yeah, maybe it was with Brandon and yeah, those were those were a lot of fun. I can't wait to go back to those. And Brink is also, I think, ran. Brink, that's who it was, mm-hmm. yeah. Those were I want to play them all, all the expeditions. Those those are interesting because they're time-based. You know, you have a certain amount of time limit to get better items. And so if you fall in the silver, you don't get as many items drop. And if you fall in the bronze, you know, and stuff like that. So you want to get through it as fast as possible. Some of them can take, I think, uh, like the goal time would be like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So like it's kind of a long run. And be fun. You know, try to go there and you try and get the gold. And the faster you can do it, the better better rate. I never actually checked, but I'm pretty sure we hit gold on each and every one of them because even even me at that lower level and breaking, you know, Brandon at the higher levels, like they were just wasting them. We were just, you know, there was no like real stopping, you know, trying to kill the last enemy here and it's taking forever. It was no, it was 
just laying waste all the way through. Yeah, and so basically you can keep increasing your difficulty. So when you beat it, say, on, on five, it unlocks six. And then if you can beat it on six in time, it's going to unlock seven. And each one's going to have a better odds of getting, dropping better gear and more gear. So at the end of the game, when you open that pod, it will drop 30 items out of it or something like that. But maybe those 30 items are all blue and one purple. Right. You know, if you can beat it on a better time frame, you might get four purple and 26 blue, you know, or something like that. And so the harder the difficulty, the better weapons, the better gears you're going to get. And you just try to progress your way up and get all the really good gear to the point where you can do the max difficulty with weapons that you have. So yeah. And if anybody listening kind of to anybody listening to kind of describe what we're talking about in such an expedition, you know, when you go through a run and it just kind of gives me that the Diablo three vibe at the end, you know, and the chest opens mm-hmm. up and everything flies out or like in borderlands two and three, you know, kill the boss and all the, all the weapons pop out and fly out. And you can go yep. pick them all up. Um, but man, the best feature guys is I used it quite a bit with you, Mayo. And Nico Sneeko was up on the D-pad or down on the D-pad? Either one on my controller. Boom, 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 boom. Pick everything up. Like oh, the auto loot, yeah. Auto yeah, loot. So. Everything's like the leather, the fucking gun shit, guns, um, armor, helmets. It's all there. Yeah, it'll pick everything up in the area. But the keyboard is H. You just hit H and it just picks up everything for you. So you don't have to be yeah. there to grab it and look through it. Um, did you have a set to common, Gunny? Uh, you, want, you want to go to your settings in the game and... Because right now, like by default, I think it's set to rare, and it won't pick up any of the common guns. So like the white guns that you drop, it won't pick up. But you want those mods sometimes that those guns have. So when you change it in your, your gameplay settings to loot the common items too, you'll get those guns, and you may get a couple extra mods, and you'll get some extra scrap material out of it at least. Hmm. No, see, I just have it set to default, so it picks everything up. Yeah, so change it to common when you remember. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same old Outriders, uh, you know, pretty much at the end game. Just kind of the little bit that I played this week is just kind of, you know, grinding through the end, helping helping Gunny and Nico out a little bit and, and that. I was continuing to look for something to play. Another game I, I, I kind of just downloaded on the Xbox, and it was a, is it The Tourist? Is, I think it's, yeah, yeah, I love that game. I thought it was great. So that, that, that's a pretty interesting game. It, it's kind of like a top-down Diablo look with Minecraft kind of world. And you're basically on this island, and it gives you some random little goals. And there's a puzzle to everything, you know. So this guy wants this, and this guy wants that. And you're basically trying to solve the puzzle of how to get these people on the island what they need. And as they give you, as you give them what they need, they may give you an item for another part of your quest that you need to do. And then you can open this little, what do they call it? It's like a monument on each island. It has like a puzzle to get into it. And then it has like a little mini boss and a puzzle to get through it. Right. So you, you figure out how to get in. You drop down in this little shrine or monument or whatever it is. And it's almost like a little mini dungeon, but very small. It's only a couple couple little puzzles without how far I've gotten. And you, you solve these puzzles. And it opens up the thing. And you can talk to the little guy at the end. You get these little cores from them. And you bring it back to the guy in the main island. And it will unlock a new area. And then you go to another island. And it's a whole new set of puzzles and quests. So it's a neat little game. Actually, the graphics are really good for being the the, the art style that they it is. Yeah, is you know, it voxel? I don't even know. But it, yeah, but they be. do neat lighting. It looks really good on the OLED because the yeah. you know like in the one dungeon you run through, everything is dark and you can't see except for where the lights at. 
and the light kind of moves around and it looks real crisp and clean and the effects are neat. Another one is where you get a scuba dive and you're underwater. The area looks really neat. It has a really neat water effect and the audio sounds good and stuff. So it's actually a really fun game. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to become more of a, a Minecraft kind of run around. Right. Yes, puzzles, but not like this. You know, this is really, okay, you got to look at this. Okay. Remember, I don't know if you remember the dance party. Like you have to figure out how to make this party better. And it has a oh, party yes. meter. Yeah, I had a problem with that. a little that. button and yeah. you turn on the lights. And you got another button, you turn on the <clears> light. And you got like a like a fog machine you got to turn on. And another fog machine turn on. And you got like the speakers to turn on. You know, and then so when you do it, it gives you, I think, it's some kind of reward. And then there's a guy complaining about the music, you know, about the party being too loud. He's a, And you got to figure out what his problem is. And there's a volleyball player that will not teach a tourist. You got to change your clothes. And so you got to figure out. Okay, how do I change my clothes to get over there so this guy will teach me or let me play or something like that so it unlocks a new thing? So it's just little things like that where you just got to kind of run around. The island's not real big. And you just kind of figure out what each guy's problem is and try to solve it one by one. And then, you know, you work your way to the end of the island and, and, and just kind of go on to the next one. So I'm yeah. not sure how many islands there is or anything like that, but it, it's a fun little game. Yeah, it's, it's an innocent little game. It, it just... It, uh, yeah, I really like this playing this game on my OLED, you know? I don't know, it just looked visually pleasing for some reason. And, you know, just running back and forth was not was not a bore or whatever, because it's not like you're just running far or it takes too long or... Yeah, um, yeah, it's not a big island, so it don't take you long to, like, get across it or, yeah. or kind of figure out... I know the puzzles were overly difficult that I, that I noticed. No. Um, you know, nothing I ran into has been too hard. Yeah, it almost gave me this, like, just a teeny bit of, like, a Zelda vibe in some way. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, right? Where I'm like, oh, what, what am I going to unlock here? You know, where does this door take me, you know? A little adventure. Um, Yeah, and there was a few things where I was, like, just not sure, like, what to do next. And especially when I ended up going to, like, this remote island that was out in the middle of nowhere and, and how the, maybe the light would you know, shine onto a certain thing and to open another door. You know what I mean? It was like that. It was like, all right, let me go to YouTube, see what the hell I'm missing, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Some of the puzzles were, you know, you got to think about it for a minute. Yeah. And then there were a few, like, mechanical things that that I couldn't wrap my brain around that was like, okay, what am I doing wrong here, you know, or something. And then I think I had Kyle, my son, he was like, okay, let's, let's here, try it this way or whatever. You know, and the... Uh, yeah, seemed to work out. But it was pretty easy to beat. I think there were other things that you could unlock and sort of keep going after the end game. Besides that, uh, I played some uh, Forza Horizon 4. Fired that up again on the OLED. Uh, I had the uh, the 2020 Corvette in that game, which is like the Corvette is one of my favorite cars. And so I've been playing around with that. I've been in the Lego area, the, the DLC. And that's just about... 100% done. I think I'm about almost completely done with the Lego area. Are you playing, the, is it the Lego car or is it the regular Corvette? I'm, I'm using the regular Corvette. They don't have a Lego version of that one. There's only a few so Lego cars, right? Yeah, there's like five or six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm using the actual 2020 Corvette. And I, I like it. So as soon as I finish that Lego area, I'm going to go back to the main world and just do some of that. And that game just feels like it keeps having more and more stuff pop up all the time. Like they continue to add stuff to that game. Are you telling me I'm going to have a heck of a time to try and beat your jump time on some of those jump runs? No, I, haven't, I don't know how 
figured out how to post all that. Like the last, the last sports that I knew how to, like how to make challenges right away, and you could set up a challenge for your friends. I don't think this one has that as much. You know what I mean? Like on the on Forza Horizon Three, I think it was. You could create a custom challenge with a car, and you could be oh yeah, you could see yeah. a car sitting alongside the road, and it would be like, well, the Mayo has done it in this time. Can you do it in that time? It should should then, it should be automatic, right? It should be automatic where I can see it. Yeah. No. So I'm not sure how you do it in this new one. But. No. So okay. So what if I go to play the game? It's going to be give me a little quick list, right? It'll just show me that the Mayo is like it'll it'll automatically give me the top times for my friends mm-hmm. i don't think it's like it, you're right maybe it's not like 100 percent accurate right where you may not be the number one it might be you know jesus walks a lot or whatever is the actual or something but i think you can click on that list if you press x if you're using a controller and it'll bring up all my friends and see where everybody ranks on that particular jump in the game hmm. i'll have to check into it yeah, I never, I never click on them. I don't, and again, I, I don't, I haven't never, it's rare that I focus on any of those or any of the speed traps, you know, like, okay, I might try to get the, the, you know, the best run or whatever it is, but. I think it'd be fun to try to make an actual custom course and then to see that, the, you know, the community could beat, beat sometimes, you know, like you and I post times and then see, you know, the community could beat the times and stuff like that. It'd be kind of fun, but there are those, right? Isn't, doesn't pretty much every single race in the game let you, there is like a custom thing. I never, I've only clicked on them a couple of times, but that was just to get the achievements, right? To say, I made a custom game guys. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't messed with it much myself either. I should though. I should try to set something like that. It'd be kind of neat. It'll it'll have that blue it'll it'll look like a blueprint. Basically that's all it is, man. When you bring it up and you go to a race, look at the blueprint. It'll say create a custom, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like making the the entire game custom in some ways, but yeah, it's just setting parameters and stuff for for either your friends. I believe it is set up to that now that I'm remembering correctly, you can select what friends you want. Um, you can, and then basically what it does is it doesn't send them like game invites or it does, but not like real time. Yeah. That's what it does in Forza Horizon 4. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. So basically yeah. they'll get an Xbox live message or whatever, or a message from you saying Mayo, Mayo's a badass with this Corvette guys at this particular thing. Do you want to go do it? And then when next time they fire up the game or whatever, then they can go to that message and it'll take them to that spot. Gotcha. The last thing, uh, the last time I, I kind of messed with and Jesus is this kind of interesting. I thought, um, is I got my laptop back, my old laptop. I I had bought last year. My daughter kind of stole it and used it for school all year, but it's a two in one touchscreen laptop. You know, it kind of folds in half, becomes like a big tablet. And if you fold it the other way, it becomes a laptop. It's got like an I five in it. It's got plenty of Ram, and all this and it has a little bit of built-in gpu so for her graduating this year and going off to college next year i bought her her own laptop and so of course with i guess my blood in her i guess you could say she she picks like the, this expensive alienware laptop that she just had to have because it was white you know just kind of kind of funny but nice. i'm like you really don't need all this for school 
But she's like, I really like it. It's white. It's got a cool design. The keys all light up in the dark, you know. So, like, you know, mm. our gaming keyboards we have, they light up. And she's like, I could type at night. I could be, like, laying in my dorm room at night and just be typing away my papers and this and that. But it, it has, like, a 300 hertz screen, you know, and it's got a 2080 Super in this laptop. And, like, this is probably overkill, but, but okay, whatever. So, so I bought her the laptop, but then I get my old laptop back. And, and with the touchscreen controls, we were messing around on Steam. I reinstalled my Steam back to it. I launched Civilization Five on that laptop, and that actually has a touchscreen option, a touch mode option to play Civ Five. Hmm. So I was actually able to put the laptop in tablet mode, and we played Civ Five completely with it being touchscreen as, as, as a tablet. So it was kind of neat, like, you know, like controlling your troops and you click on things just by touching the screen and everything like that. It's a very mouse, you know, point and click kind of game. So the online controls worked very well, or the touch controls worked very well. And it was just, it is an easy, very seamless transition to play that game on touch screen. So we just kind of messed around with that for a while and had a good time with that. Just neat that a game that old, you know, Civ Five has been around for a while, and it has it has touch screen support. And What's on the iPad, isn't it? Well, there's a there's I I played an uh, I've or an Android version, but it was like what Civ uh, it had a name. It wasn't Civ Five. It was like mm. Civilization something. Because there's an Android version, and there was a couple other versions, like the same one that was on the console, I think. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not familiar really with, other than Civ Rev is the only one I've really played. Maybe that's what it was. <clears throat> was it Revolution, Revelation? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. And this one's literally just Civilization Five, and it was just straight up worked with a touchscreen, no problems whatsoever. And that's a, I'm not sure what year that game came out, but it's getting kind of yeah. old now. So, I know Civ Six is on the iPad and iPhone. Yeah, it was like eleven ninety nine or something. I've seen it a few times where I'm like, oh, that's too much for me. I'd rather, you know, since I am a gamer, I'm on a lot Steam of big Xbox. games on the iOS store. If you go there, like, you find some pretty big games, like full, like, 360 titles on there and shit. Yeah, definitely there's, like, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. So, so according <laughs> to this, names. I just Googled it real quick. It said Civ Five came out in 2010. Mm, 10 years old now. Yeah, and it worked Damn. great with touchscreen controls. It's kind of interesting, just uh, and it's a little tidbit. It's kind of neat. If you have a laptop or whatever touchscreen, give it a try because it will launch and it'll have a little. You know, like how sometimes PC games will have a little window that pops open that will say, "Do you want to run it this way, this way, or this way?" It gives you three options. It was like DirectX, say ten, DirectX eleven, and you know, touchscreen. You know, so we picked touchscreen, and sure enough. Worth like a charm. I do like the touch screens. I'm, I'm more about that. Well, it might since, be a good, since I'm a tablet guy. Good deck game. And maybe take out of my deck and sit and play some Civilization Five on my deck. But During that's, the summer. that's pretty much it. Pretty much it for me. You know, um, the Civilization, Destroy All Humans, uh, Forza, and Outriders. So play some. Uh... And the Tourist. Play some generals and heroes or whatever. Another good deck game out there. You know, some good strategy game. Some RTS. Mm-hmm. Instead of being cooped up indoors, Mayo. Yeah, I like to sit out on my deck in the evening. 
then just kind of cooling down a little bit and just kind of playing some games. Yeah, good deal. Me, I'm stuck inside. No, I'm outside all the damn time. So it's it's definitely a treat for me to when I am in here playing games. Um, and uh, let's see, besides some Outriders, um, <clears throat> more Becastled on Steam. Mm. More of that Becastled Jesus. I'm, I got my what is it? My uh, stone fortress now surrounding the entire castle. The, no, uh, you can't. You can't do the entire castle because then they just break down walls. Well, yeah. You so gotta I mean, have there's... fucking funnel for them to go to the hot gates. So you hold them there with three hundred men. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's that right. There's, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly right because there. And here's the thing where. The AI. Uh, Gunny, uh, you know how three hundred Spartans held off a, an army of seven nations. I don't. You know how, how they, they did it? How? They held them off by making them go to the hot gates, mm. Gunny. Right? That's a funnel. You funnel them into like, you know, set up your fighting, set up fighting a seven nation army. Now you're fighting the first two hundred people in front of you instead of whatever you know. Yeah. And if you have 300 elite soldiers, you can form a fucking line to hold them off, and you hold them off at the hot gates. You don't find them out in the open field where they can surround you and flank you and fuck you up. You have to fight them on your terms where they go down one row, and you know where they're coming from, and then you fuck them up that way. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure there's a pretty good strategy to that, because even though... You kind of know, like, after each battle, what direction they're going to come from. It doesn't mean they're necessarily going to attack that wall. They might come up, turn left, go around the south gate, and then you think, okay, they're going to go to the south gate. No. Now they're going all the way to the fucking west gate. And you're trying to get your troops over there, Because <laughs> right? I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Let me get my archers down, because now they're not needed on that, on the east wall. Now they're going to need them on the west wall so that that's a fun part i would say the only thing jesus is where the right now early access the game is a little broken because there were parts where they came in and they had these uh they weren't catapults but i think they were they were shooting well maybe they were catapults they were shooting something like that or some kind of fire bombs and it wasn't hitting any of my my stone walls i think they were just stuck there like it was the the game was a little broken. I was like, okay, that's working to my advantage. And then the time ran out, and then you know, of course, at at the end of the evening or day or whatever, they disappear. You know, and it's back to where you can continue building again. So I think they gave me a few, you know, things where I can just keep continue building. I think that was yeah, it was broken. I was like, cool, it worked to my advantage. So. But yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but again, maybe because I'm playing on easy and the game's like, oh, we need to like not not take down Gunny's castle so quick. I think that I think that's what it was. But man, I had a lot of soldiers up there, and uh, I do enjoy those battles. They're they're a ton of fun. Keep an eye on your food, people. If you're playing this game, I always make sure I got a couple farms going. My hunters are out getting food. Um. Yeah, you don't you don't want that going down to zero for too long, because then 
people die and soldiers die. It's usually what happens. Uh, what else? Oh, well, I was talking to Mail about this earlier. It was uh, it was on the front page of the Steam machines, and that's that portal. Portal reload? Is it reloaded? I think that's what it's called. It was like it was it was early on a Thursday kind of game, you know. And I was like, oh shit! I think I think I played this on the Mayo account, but no, this is like a fan base mod game. So it's not yeah, like. I... Good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not like Gladys's voice or anything like that, or Wheatley or Wesley or whatever the fuck, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on there for free, but I didn't. I never like launched it. I didn't know what it was. I recommend it. I I just downloaded it. It's like a smaller file. Uh, you go through, and it's talking about time travel about how yeah this is gonna work and not we're gonna use uh, fucking portals and time travel at the same goddamn time so pay attention and I was like yeah okay whatever and yeah a lot of times it was just me like just using a process of elimination you know changing things in the past through this gate can cause it to be different in the future so keep that in mind I'm like okay you're hurting my brain man just show me what I need to do <laughs> but it looked pretty good. It looked looked like Portal, and yeah, it played played pretty well. It wasn't overly difficult. I made it to level six. I'm sure I'm gonna play more. Try to get to the end of it. No YouTube's guys. I didn't watch no strategy guides or how tos or. I really enjoyed Portal one and two. Yeah, I only ever played the campaign. I didn't play the multiplayer Portal two. Yeah. But uh, the campaign was a lot of fun. I love the humor in that game. Speaking of games with good humor. Yeah. Yeah, co-op's fun, too. It could be. It, it could be fun. I think I played with Kyle, and then we were like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then I ended up getting frustrated. So, okay, I'm done. Finished. Um, let's see. What else? Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4. And finally, you know, I, um, I've made it all the way to where I need to as Alloy. Aloy? Where she needs to, I don't know, go through the rite of passage or something. Where she, before she was banished, her and uh, the oh, dude yes. were... Yeah, you do the little competition. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't done the competition yet, but I'm right there. Like, I went and talked to some people in the village and, you know, watched some of the festivities. And, um, yeah, again, this is my first time playing this game, like, really. So, you know, as much as I've heard about it over the last four years, it's like, okay, it's time. But, um, yeah, so I'm really not sure who she is. There was some spoilers I was looking at today, you know, about what Aloy might be or who she might be and what kind of person she is and, you know, as far as mm-hmm. a character. But, uh, yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the combat mostly and, you know, fighting those machines. It's fun. I love action games. Um, one thing I will say I think I found intriguing that – um, and that is that, uh, oh, so when I got to that village mail, I'm like, what, what, what kind of theme are we going for? Is this, is this Norse mythology or something? Because I'm like, or is this like more native American, you know, mm-hmm. like the game's confusing me. I think that's where it was like, it was almost like I was playing. What's the latest Assassin's Creed called? Um, Valhalla. Valhalla. I'm like, wait, are we going for the Valhalla theme here? Or is this just more more of a native? Because, you know, you get in there and there's these people up there doing the dance. And I'm trying to listen. I'm like, is this 
is this Native American dance and 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 singing going on? Or because if the more I look around here, it looks more like a, a Valhalla thing it's, happening. You know, it's kind of part of the story in a way, without giving anything away. Mm-hmm. There's actually a reason behind the way things kind of go in that game. So, yeah, and you know, it's like there. I mean, there's some cool stuff in there where. You know, you start out, and who is your mother, and why are you an outcast, and yeah, stuff like that, which is like, oh, cool, uh, I really want to know, you know. So, but yeah, so far, it's good, man. It's good. It's playing it on normal, and only got, only died once from one of them freaking things that slaughtered me. But yeah, I've got the combat down, no problem. That's all I played, guys. Yeah, it'll add, it'll add to the Mostly. game quite a bit. It'll make it give you a lot more options on how you can tackle your combat and stuff like that. So it changes quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was great. I was like, you know, you can either kind of trap it in that electric shock or you can shoot it a few times with your bow. Then you can come up and melee that thing. But just know there's other enemies around as well. So you may be doing some running, which was great. It was, it was finding kind of step back, strategize, shoot them with bows, shoot them with arrows, whether it be regular arrows or fire arrows or, you know, and some of them were like, oh, you got to shoot it on the top and hit this little box on their back or something, you know, and it, Mm -hmm. that stuns them more. And yeah, instead of just like a normal, regular, you know, shoot it anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like, cool. They added some real fun to this game. They made the game fun. It still holds up. It's, it's great. Playing that on PS4, by the way. Nice. Uh, let's see. Any, did I play anything else on the PS4? No, I don't think I did. No, that was it on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, seems like it's news time. Breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. We got some news for you this week. So, some more news. Some news from me, from me to you, from us to you. And some news. Xbox news, Gunny, for you Xboxers. Yay! What do they have to say this time? Says here, gaming revenue for Microsoft has risen by 50% year on year, thanks in part to the new Xbox Series X and S consoles, as well as growth from services such as Game Pass. In the last quarter alone, January 2021 through March 2021, Xbox brought in $3.53 billion from Microsoft. That's a lot of money for three months. (laughs) For the entire fiscal year. Gaming revenue rose to $15 billion, which is up from $10.3 billion in the previous year. As reported by industry analyst Daniel Ahmad, Xbox content and services revenue rose by 34% year-on-year, which was driven by strong third-party releases on the Xbox, the growth of the Xbox Game Pass subscriptions, and first-party game sales. Those first-party game sales now include Bethesda's entire catalog, as well as Microsoft, you know, as they closed the deal with ZeniMax back in March. So this year, finally, the Xbox hardware sales rose by 232% Mayo year-on-year due to the Xbox Series X and S launch. 
Uh, specific sales numbers were not revealed, but Microsoft will have sold several million units at this point. So, unfortunately, due to supply constraints, Microsoft is expecting to see a slight decline in Xbox revenues on this next quarter. So, as a whole, it says here, Microsoft has many divisions bringing in revenue, and it doesn't rely solely on Xbox all that much. As a whole, Microsoft Corporation brought in $41.7 billion in revenue with a profit of $15.5 billion. Damn. That's a lot of money. So yes, yeah, it is. Say, uh, you know, we kind of talked about it in the Discord the other day. With a couple people in the community of it was making money for them or not yet. And mm. I would say yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. That's uh, a Microsoft. lot. Microsoft. Yeah, yes, it's a lot. Three billion dollars. Microsoft is now exploring reducing its Xbox store to cut shake-up console gaming. What the fuck? That's the weirdest. Yeah, it is. That's the weirdest fucking headline I've ever read. <laughs> Microsoft has been planning to cut its Xbox store cut to just 12%. Oh, that's what they meant. According to confidential documents filed in the Epic Games versus Apple case, the software maker now details its store fees and changes in documents from January where it also lists a 12% cut to PC games that announced this week. While most of the important parts of the document are redacted, one page reveals Microsoft also wanted to reduce its 30% store cuts on the Xbox console side. So, yeah. So, sister, Microsoft has been planning a significant cut to Xbox transactions for some point in 2021 calendar year. Well, Microsoft did announce their PC cuts, uh, the company stayed quiet about any Xbox plans. So, that that would actually be a pretty big change, you know, because they're going from 30 to 12% on everything, on, con- on game sales, on your platform, you know, your console as well. So, that's, that's pretty fucking huge. That is. Um, I'm curious as to, is this a, yeah, definitely a marketing ploy if you ask me, but at the same time, Man, once you lower that, it's it, it's super difficult to bring that price up again. Can't. That's pretty they bold. Can't. They could. It would well, just be. Uh, they you could do it right, but it just there's so much repercussions as you know from consumers or even third party developers, right? Because that's who yeah. it's for, right? It's for them. It's so to say, hey, Square yeah. Enix, check this out, or. Um, you're only but, we only want twelve percent or whatever. They're like, hell yeah, you guys are awesome, you know. Well, they did it on their they did it on the Windows Store, but they didn't do it on the Xbox Store already. Well, even though the Xbox was in the details of the plans, do it on the Xbox as well. A Microsoft spokesperson spokesperson initially said, "Quote: We have no plans to change the revenue share for console games at this time." End quote. And also, we will not be updating the revenue split for console publishers. Uh, Microsoft still refuses to answer whether the document is inaccurate or simply that the plans have changed. So, this document is part of the Epic versus Apple trial that commences today. Hmm. <clears throat> and there will be questions over Microsoft's fee plans here. So, sure, both Epic and Apple are calling on Microsoft's lawyer Wright, the vice president of Xbox Business Development, as a third-party witness next week. So, yeah, I mean, so there's that. Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering if this is kind of in response to all that, because 
you know, it's around the same amount that Epic charges, you know, and that's what they're trying to say. Apple should be charging less and, and all this stuff. And, And all of a sudden, you know, you get this news that Microsoft is maybe seeing the writing on the wall and maybe they're going to get their prices down there. Or a plan for it, at least. Nah, I don't know. If, I don't know. Like maybe Epic's going to win this, or are you? Because then, what happens too with this lawsuit? Say, say Microsoft does lower their cut down, and now does that make Apple look really bad? Does it look? Does it make look PlayStation look bad? Yeah. Right. Or or, or it, yeah, or Nintendo or whatever on their, you know, their Switch. Side and of then things, will I don't the know. courts look at that and be like, okay, well, Microsoft does it now. Why can't Apple do this? And why can't other, you know? So I don't, I don't know. I'm just curious to see if, if there or if there is even some kind of other reasoning behind it. It was tied into this whole lawsuit. Definitely, definitely something that, that deals with it for sure. Speaking of this lawsuit between Epic and Apple, another development came out of this. So, in an internal Microsoft document called as an executive portfolio update, which was made public due to the Apple versus Epic Games lawsuits, Gunny, Microsoft's internal review of The Last of Us 2 came out, and they called it significantly ahead of anything available on consoles on PC. It says here, quote, The visual quality and attention to detail in The Last of Us Part 2 is absolutely best in class in basically every area. And the overall presentation is significantly ahead of anything that other teams have been producing on the console and PC. We were frequently stunned by the quality of the game's visuals, something that sadly seldom happens these days. It's even more impressive considering that the game features two separate player characters with different groups of allies in different locations along with flashback sequences taking place years before. It features shockingly wide variety of environments, weather, and day and night cycles in locations ranging from Wyoming to California. So that's that's an excerpt from that review. You can read the whole review. There's a, there's a document out there with this. Um, this was pretty much published as an internal review for the game from Microsoft. They pretty much, the people who saw this was like Phil Spencer and motherfuckers of Microsoft that make decisions on games. Yeah. <laughs> but they pretty much praised the game, saying that, like, they've never seen anything like it. They were really impressed by the visuals and just the level, the amount of detail the game had, which we've said before, Naughty Dog knocks it out of the fucking park. When they mm-hmm. go into detail, they go into detail, like we were saying last week, you know, with right. Uncharted. They did some crazy shit with Uncharted. They did some crazy stuff with the last of us too you know like the details are really in there you know the way the characters move the way they interact with the environment the way the environment interacts with the zombies with the other characters with the people i mean that game was fucking cool dude so yeah yeah gunny huh maybe they could take some fucking notes and make halo whatever the fuck the new piece of shit halo game is called it's called infinite man oh sorry your halo Damn infinite it. delayed trash craig the brute you know fucking craig the brute <laughs> <laughs> all right maybe they could make that a little bit better maybe valve could make a better fucking half-life mail huh maybe huh? Mm. or or half-life or half-life four right or or yeah or what are you gonna say do we lose Gunny? No, I'm here. I'm here. Is my mic <laughs> muted? Oh. Yes. 
No, it's not. What did you, what did you say? <laughs> you just stopped. Didn't I just say Half Life Four? I don't know. Is there a Half Life Three? Oh, oh, oh. I thought you said four. Like I thought you were mentioning like something. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, it'll be Half Life Three. Uh, three be the next one. Speaking of no privacy, Riot Games is an effort to tackle an abusive behavior with toxic players of male. Mm-hmm. Riot Games is now updating this privacy notice next month that it will be using new tools to scale back. The primary game to use these abilities, which can record in-game voice chat when a report is filed in Valorant. Well, it will raise some privacy and security questions, which is very likely. And people will not agree with this decision and care about their privacy can just switch to voice chat platforms like Discord, Overtone, or such other applications. It says here, the audio data will be stored to be used when players report those engaging in abusive or destructive behavior. The info will then be checked if anything violates Riot Games' terms of service or other policies that will be made available to those violating players. If any violation is found, and then deleted after if it's not needed. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. So, good luck, motherfucker. You're going to be recording your fucking voices now and mm-hmm. banning you from saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tencent's going to have all of our conversations now. Jesus. Mm-hmm. They already do. Right. <sighs> Anyways, let's move on here to some more news. More news. Oh, wow. Oculus Mail. Oculus Machine. Mm-hmm. They will sell you a Quest 2 without Facebook integration. For an extra four hundred dollars. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Only. Uh, yeah. Since the Oculus launched the Oculus Quest Two at a record low price of two ninety nine for the base sixty four gig model and three ninety nine for the two hundred and fifty six gigabyte model, many people suspected Oculus was losing money on the device and was subsiding the loss with the introduction of mandatory Facebook account linking. These suspicions seem to have been confirmed with the launch of the Oculus Quest Two business version. For seven hundred and ninety-nine U.S. dollars, which will feature the identical hardware specifications to the consumer two hundred and fifty-six gigabyte version, available for three hundred and ninety-nine dollars. This four hundred dollar premium allows the device to be managed via enterprise software instead of what instead of with the linked Facebook account, and it will stop Oculus from sending your data to Facebook. The Quest Two business version must be purchased from Oculus Business. And also requires a yearly subscription of 180 US dollars <laughs> for the first year for added business services and support. So they're just making it like basically as an option, but it would make it really expensive to take really, that option. Really, 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 really expensive. That's like so expensive, you're not going to want to do it. Yeah, like double the price expensive. And you got to pay 180 bucks a year to use it. So, uh, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, they can have my information. They're already taking it anyways, you know? Yeah, yeah. So Activision CEO Bobby Kotick will remain at the publisher for at least the next two years. But that role is about to come with a serious pay cut. Mayo, serious pay cut. Mm. According to Kotick's latest employment extension agreement with the SEC, the Activision boss has agreed to reduce his base salary by 50%. With his generous bonuses similarly halved, 
The agreement claims that these changes were made to bring Codex Pay in line with company targets, stating that the new structure better reflects shareholder feedback, incorporates market best practices, and continues to directly connect pay to performance. So, indeed, Codex Pay has become particularly contentious in recent years. Last month, an investment group slammed a pay package that would have seen the CEO receive almost $200 million in bonuses. A year earlier, that same group suggested a typical Activision employee would only make a one-third of a percent of what Kodak earned. One-third of a percent. <laughs> so low. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, from these changes, Kodak's base salary has gone from 1750000 well, $1,750,000 a year to only male a measly $875,000 a year. Hmm. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, how's, he gonna, how's he going to live? I, I mean, he, he might have to go to McDonald's once a week. Yeah, how's he going to... Poor guy, right? How's he going to afford that helicopter he takes everywhere? Right. God. <laughs> I wonder if he has to pump his own gas in his yeah, helicopter. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder no. if he pulls up and he tells me to... Put, like, just a random person... <laughs> He pulls up to the gas station and just yells at a random person pumping their own gas. Hey, go ahead and fill her up, please. I'd be like, what the fuck? What do you mean, guy? What are you talking about? Just go ahead, fill her up. Oh, fuck are you. Xbox Series X, mail. First, first person shooter. Yes. <laughs> Frames per second boost. That's what I meant to say. It's now available to 97 games, Mayo. 97. 97. It's almost 100. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like Gunny said, wow. So Xbox Major Nelson noted on Twitter that many of the games are included in Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Subscription as either part of the Game Pass Library or the EA Play Collection. I did play, oh. I did play State of Decay 2 earlier this week, and it was in 60... FPS. I was like, it feel. It felt weird. Didn't even feel right for some reason. <laughs> I think I've been so used to thirty frames. So, sir, the added list of titles today on Monday include a full run of Traveler's Tales Lego adaptions for the Xbox One, the 2017 Rally Sim Dirt Four, Alien Isolation remasters of Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's Creed Rogue, plus the three remasters in Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection. So, this FPS boost mail will increase the frame rate from 60 or 120 or, or 260 or 120 frames per second for all but two titles on the Xbox Series X, which are Steep and MotoGP 20. Um, so, fuck those games. But they do get an FPS boost to support them to 60 frames on the Xbox Series S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, America. Fuck yeah. 120 frames. Oh, frames don't matter. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. They don't, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the French real quick. On oh, my PC, a French, a French citizen accused of phoning a false emergency at Ubisoft Montreal <clears throat> offices, uh, <laughs> which was pretty much he sent the police over to the studio and made them evacuate the entire building back in November. Is an admitted Rainbow Six Siege cheater who phoned another false warning call back in 2017 over the same game. La Presse of Montreal 
Citing documents filed by Montreal Police and French Court said Yanni, I cannot pronounce his last name, it's really fucking weird. Yanni O <laughs> has been banned from Siege, developed by Ubisoft Montreal more than 80 times, Mayo. Okay. Only 80? <laughs> Wow. And he has waged a four-year campaign of harassment against the studio and other Siege players. Mr. Yanni, according to a criminal indictment in France, was also responsible for swatting the studio two more times in the next two months. Damn. Yanni, in a Snapchat conversation with La Presse, denied responsibility for the November 13th incident, but admitted to the 2017 swatting attack <laughs> against another Siege player. La Presse said Yanni, the day after January 6th, swatting call was resolved without a police intervention, impersonated a Ubisoft Montreal staff in a call to a Ubisoft and attempted to get access to his banned account. <laughs> Unable to do so, he then threatened to terrorize you to death. That's what the indictment says. Unless he was given all the keys to Rainbow Six Siege and all the access commands to ban people. <laughs> Because he wants to ban people that are pissing them off on Siege. <laughs> uh, Yanni is alleged to have a grudge against a Rainbow Six Siege streamer from Sweden who has thousands of Twitch and YouTube subscribers. Yanni is also accused of hacking into the streamer's account in the weeks before November 13th hoax. He also admitted to bragging that he had hacked the player. But now he says someone else did it now. In their snapshot conversation with La Presse, Yanni... Asked LaPresse to pass along a request. He said, quote, Can you say that I am kindly asking the Ubisoft team to unban my account, please? <laughs> I have put over $1,500 in cosmetic enhancements into my profile. Yanni denied any responsibility for the most recent incidents. He says, quote, I don't even have a PC anymore. I just have an old phone and have stopped all of my bad activities. I no longer want my mother to be disappointed, told the press. <laughs> That's going to fix it? <laughs> the November 13th swatting call emptied the entire Ubisoft Montreal headquarter building with more than 400 people at the building at the time. Accounts at the time said the caller claimed to be holding up to 40 people hostages inside the building and threatened to blow up the entire building if, they were, if he was not paid a ransom of more than 2 million U.S. dollars. Court documents say Yanni spoofed the call to Montreal police, making it appear as if the call was coming from inside the Ubisoft headquarters. Questioned about his allegations, Yanni gave a coy denial. He said, normally, quote, normally just for the buzz, I would have said that it was I who sent the police to Ubisoft, but hey, now the buzz is zero. So, uh, it says here, in the December 18th and January 6th, sweating tents were filled when police took a, quote, more discreet check before launching in large-scale operations like they did back in November 13th. In the Montreal Corps documents, Ubisoft says it cost the company about 1.7 million Canadian dollars in lost productivity that day. Damn. And another Canadian $55,000 in damages and psychological support costs related to this incident. Despite this indictment in the France, La Presse none of the chances of Yanni, who is in Canada, you know, being prosecuted are very, very low, considering the French government's standing policy is to not extradite French citizens for any reason. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess he's not going to get extradited to France, right? Or, wait, wait, he's not going to get extradited to Canada. 
Okay, I thought he was... That's right, he made the phone calls to Canada, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's in France. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's not gonna get, uh... Not gonna get extradited to Canada. As long as he never goes there. All right. It's like, yeah, right? Hey, hey, Yanni, we'll unban your account if you come visit our headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The country of Canada welcomes you. You're invited to Canada to visit our Montreal headquarters, huh? Come on over, buddy. <laughs> we fucking have the fucking the goddamn Mounties waiting for him at the airport. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just like you've seen those videos, right, where the cops will do that we'll sting. You, we'll give you a free ride. You get oh. you get a free computer. Come on over. Oh shit! Another another news. Another news. Um, it says here, if you're a part of a No Man's Sky community. And you share screenshots of your world with others, you may expect a couple of visitors, maybe a compliment on your sweet base mail, but some fans are now logging in to find out that their space base has been infested and covered with decals and items to create an illusion of a Zerg-like creep. This infestation is a big part of the No Man's Sky lore, but this is not an event run by developer Hello Games. This is a group effort of four players who have figured out a trick to overlap player bases with their own items. When their explorer makes a base in No Man's Sky, they put down a base computer, which is meant to create a zone that belongs to that space for her. This prevents outsiders from building in that certain spot. However, some players have now figured out how to glitch their own base computers or build items onto these spaces. So, pretty much, these motherfuckers are showing up to people's bases and covering them with flags and shit. Hmm. And all kinds of shit. So, uh, yeah, apparently that's like a big thing now in No Man's Sky. These guys are showing up and like griefing people and <laughs> putting shit all over their base. And then you can't take it off because they somehow like you can't do it anymore because you know the computer locks out that area, so you can't build over it anymore. So they just come in, fucking troll the shit out of you, put shit all over your base, and leave. And you come back in one day and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, what happened on my base? My base is all fucked up. So be careful posting your bases out there, people, for people to find. These motherfuckers will find them. You'll be in some deep trouble. You know what I'm saying, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In more news, Battlefield 6 screenshots have been leaked. <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. That's right. You didn't know about this, yeah. did you? Huh? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, now. sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Battlefield 2021 set to reveal sometime this month. So, this is some leaks. Some leaks. Ooh, Apparently, yeah. a reliable video game leaker, Tom Henderson, we all know Tom Henderson as the reliable video game leaker, he mentioned that, yes, these two images are indeed the real deal, but he did not retweet them. So he doesn't want to get his Twitter account banned. <laughs> but uh, one image shows uh, like uh, somebody flying like a helicopter, like an Apache helicopter or something. And uh, the other one shows like a more like a, it looks like a, almost like a, uh, what the fuck do you call that shit? You know, fucking screen, you know, like, what's that thing when you're not playing, man? What's it called? Not playing. When you're not playing, but you're watching the screen, and it's like a cutscene. Cutscene! Cutscene! Oh, like a cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Sorry, I've been drinking, guys. It's early in the morning. 
Uh, yeah, a cutscene. Looks like a cutscene of like an island. You know, like these helicopters flying to an island. Like, look at the Osprey helicopter. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really look like that. Ex- it looks really shitty, actually. It looks like really low resolution images. And I mean, if this are the graphics, I mean, this, this makes Craig the Brute look good. Okay, so I'm hoping these are some low ass res images that are like super old or something. You know. That, I don't know, hopefully not. It's not what they have planned to show. Okay. Hopefully it's not too futuristic either, because it kind of looks a little futuristic here, but like modern future, like the next ten years future. That's what it looks like. You know what I mean? It doesn't look mm-hmm. like fucking flying cars and shit. With fucking <laughs> battlefield with floating tanks. No, it doesn't look like that. But it looks like maybe the next ten years. Okay, maybe the next ten years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of more news, this is breaking news right now. Breaking news, Gunny. Uh-oh. Sony Interactive Entertainment and Discord will connect the communication service to PlayStation Network earlier next year. Now that Sony has taken an ownership stake in Discord's latest round of capital raising, Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan did not list specifics for how PlayStation and Discord will work together. He said, quote, our goal is to bring Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting early next year, allowing friends, groups, and communities to hang out, have fun, and communicate more easily while playing games together. Sony's investment in Discord was made to bring these experiences to life for our players. Ryan said both companies are now already at work on Discord PlayStation Network integration, empowering players to create communities. Okay, communities. Uh, so sir. Discord is obviously a voiceover, whatever, internet protocol, whatever, bullshit launched in 2015. And in December, it claimed over 140 million monthly active users. In March, it was reported by the Wall Street Journal that Microsoft was in talks to purchase Discord as part of a $10 billion deal. But Discord refused, walking away from Microsoft's bullshit-ass Phil Spencer. Right? They walked away, turned their backs on Phil, honey. Right? They saw Phil's wiener on the desk, and they're like, not big enough, bro. I'm going for the bigger D. And they walked away. And now they're intending to stay independent and pursue an initial public offering. And this move has now also followed Sony's acquisition in March of the Evo Evolution Championship Series team. You know, this is that, that fighting convention shit. Well, Sony owns that now, Gunny. What's up now, you fucking loser? In your Xbox, you're muted, Gunny. Talking all this shit, you fucking muted. I wasn't talking. No, I was just making little comments. You and your fucking loser suit. Yeah, you don't got no Evo, huh? Fucking loser Xbox losers. I thought Expo had something, something Evo, not Evo related, but more, Mm. more, I don't know, gaming competition type crap. Yeah, anyway, so this is just, this is really like breaking news. This came out like maybe an hour ago. Yeah, oh, I was going to say that. It w- it's going to be nice now to know that when I'm playing a PlayStation game, that people will actually know it in the Discord group or whatever. Because I know they've always been like, hey, look, we don't link our Facebook and we don't let... I mean, we do like Twitter clips and stuff like that. And you can you can basically... Um, I hope... Publish your they clips. Like let you, they'll let you actually chat with people on Discord. That would be dope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, not just the stupid Xbox. Like the Xbox integration with Discord is literally nothing. It's like you can see what I'm playing on my Xbox, and that's about it. I cannot see. Is there is there even a Discord app on the Xbox? 
I think, no, initially there was, and I think it was only in like a, some sort of beta program. I could be 100% wrong on that. I never tried it. Like, why not have an app that you could just launch and you could chat with people on the PC with all this crossplay and shit going on, you know? Yeah. But I bet it's like some bullshit with Microsoft's like, this is to protect it, our users. Yeah, yeah. It's That's got to be Ooh. what it is. Or we don't want any lawsuits and some... Kid. Protect Gunny from getting harassed by the PC gamers. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Xbox Man. loser, bitch! Come on upstairs. Your your mom's making me a sandwich. <laughs> you gotta protect him from Mayo harassing him about his frame rates. Oh, you fucking loser! I got 130. You got 120 frames. That's cute. Not 190, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's got to be something that has to do with that, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want the player to harass by the PC, PC elitist, right? The fucking Brink coming in there talking about his three hundred fucking hertz monitor. Hey, you loser bitch! I got three hundred hertz, motherfucker. I can go to Microsoft and go look what he wrote to me. <laughs> Good crying. Where's my, where's my crying. frames on the my Xbox? Right? Yeah, crying, crying, Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Please ban him. Please, please ban him. I can't ban him. He's on Steam. Fuck. <laughs> Why are we playing with people like this? Hashtag triggered. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm sure there's a way, Jesus. I'm sure there's something that can be used in the way of, like, how... You know, because just like any user on Xbox or PlayStation... Right, we all have our phones, and on phones we have our discords. I don't know, accepting game invites or so. I mean, I know that can all be done on a console, but just maybe something that could be integrated in some way, even it, even if it doesn't have to do with voice chat. Like I know we do that with Steam, right, Mayo? With Discord, you can go here, take this invite, accept it here, mm -hmm. you know. <clears throat> or or here's the, you know, here's the server. Right, just click on that; it'll automatically take you to the Steam server that you need to connect to. Something you'd probably do something with console. It'd be cool. Okay, and some more Sony news. Some more Sony news. Sony is now reportedly being accused of making developers pay for crossplay support. <gasps> dun dun dun! <gasps> and no. confidentially. This confidential leaked image, there's an example of how Sony's payment system works. During one month of a release of the total revenue equals to $1 million, and Sony makes about 90% of the total profits. Over the competitors, 95% of the gameplay share, the developers are not charged for crossplay. And the second month, if the game makes the same amount of money and has the same percentage of gameplay share, but Sony only makes 60% of the shared revenue. And then here says Sony subtracts its revenue share from its overall game share, and then multiplies that amount by 15%. So, in an example, um, it says here that Sony would have to, you would have to pay Sony uh, $52,000 to have crossplay. What? Microsoft's over here lowering their shit to 12% to third party developers. And look what Sony's doing over here. What now, Jesus? Tell me. Huh? Mm. The fuck are you doing over there, Jim Ryan or whatever, Jack Ryan, whatever the fuck your name is? <laughs> um, it says here that this, these images that were leaked I don't know how these people got these images it's probably hacked Sony or something 
Um, oh, no, it's because of that Apple lawsuit. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, that fucking Apple lawsuit is making all this shit come out to light. Yeah, <laughs> gold mine of information over there. <laughs> yeah, we should just be Thank you, data miners. The fucking documents over at this fucking lawsuit, dude. Yeah. Also, apparently, it says here another another article that I have here coming. No. It says here, forty four percent, Gunny, forty four percent had their games delayed due to COVID, according to a game developer conference survey mm. that there was released this month. Forty four percent of developers had their games delayed because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody's in the same building anymore. That's the thing. Could you email Bob? And Bob's going to email Sarah. Sarah's going to email Ahmed. And then we'll get back to you. Because <clears throat> we're not, you know, we're all at home in different places. And yeah, I can see that being a thing. But, but it's also surprising because that's, that means that 50% of them didn't even have any delays because of COVID. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's kind of wild. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of developers not having any delays because of the COVID bullshit. And the, the other 7% or whatever, 6% that's left over, uh, they said they had no active projects in development at the time when COVID hit. So they're like, oh, we don't give a shit. We're just fucking jerking each other off at the office. We're not doing no work. No work, man. Just playing games. That's it. Just PC gaming. We're smoking the marijuanas and playing the games. Yeah. We're all playing Warzone, Valorant, fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Outriders. We don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Why not do it? That's all the news I have, man. It's a lot of news, but it's all the news I have. Okay. Motherfucker, you guys. Sony charging for crossplay. Xbox not being able to buy Discord. Discord. D's not big enough. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Phil? Yeah, Phil. What happened? Nice jacket. I thought you had a massive D. What's going on? (laughs) I thought when you slapped that thing down, it went over the desk. (laughs) Uh, There's uh, some PlayStation 5 sneakers being unveiled by I don't know who. Looks like Adidas or Nike. Oh, by Nike. Uh, Mayo's probably going to be wearing those. I can see Mayo wearing those. Nah, yeah. no. Mail, okay, Mail, be honest. If Steam released some like Steam sneakers, would you buy them? Probably not. What? If they had a Steam label on each side? Yeah. Like I, a cool like Steam they have like your Steam account on there, like how many games you have on there. And you like kick that. your feet up and somebody looks at them and goes, mm-hmm. Hey, those are Steam sneakers. Whoa. Whoa, you got them Steam sneakers. Yeah, probably not. I've never bought. Have you guys bought anything like that before? I've never seen like the no. Xbox shoe. And Only shirts, but never like yeah. jewelry or yeah hats. I've done and yeah apparel, of course, but never. I've never bought game branded shoes or or sandals or yeah. It's always been socks and. I mean, I like I like cool shoes. I like unique shoes, but I don't think I would get shoes like that. Like I like the shoes that like tie themselves and lace themselves automatically. And stuff like, have you seen those? Yeah, the Nike ones. Yeah, yeah they just get the push button on the side. I almost bought a pair of those, and then I didn't. 
You should have. You know how much they're worth now? Uh, like ten thousand dollars. Are they really crazy? Yeah, because they were like four hundred when I looked at them. <laughs> wow. Because they only made like so many of them, so they're worth yeah. like legit like ten to fifteen thousand dollars. I, I know there's another, ones. there's another pair of shoes. What shoes? I forget who it was. It was like some rapper or something. Like like they made like a limited run of these like fucking Nikes. Like legit, they only made like a hundred pairs or some ridiculous amount. But they're worth like fifty thousand dollars. A pair of sneakers. Hmm. Fifty thousand fucking dollars, but I mean, to buy them, it would have cost you. It would have cost you like, I think it was four thousand dollars a pair when you bought them when they first came out. But I mean, fifty thousand dollars a pair now. Well, that's a good investment, there, Gunny. Right? Yeah, it's better than Bitcoin. It's better than Bitcoin. God damn it! Mm, better than the Doge. Yeah, better than the Doge. Dogecoin. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Elon. This alien ass Elon. Um. Oh, also, did you guys know there's more games coming to Game Pass? Always. There always. Yeah. There better be. There's more games coming to Game Pass this month. According to this new leak or this new announcement, Uncharted 4 Reloaded is coming to the cloud. Plus console and PC mail. Just nice. cost 4. Reloaded. Also, to cloud console on the PC. Outlast 2 is coming. That's right. Also to the cloud console on the PC. Psychonauts is coming. And to the cloud and the console. Red Dead Online, Gunny. <gasps> nice. Red Dead Online is coming. If you, know, you want to play that Red Dead Online experience. Hell also, yeah. Steep. Steep is coming to the cloud on the console. And to the console on the PC, we got uh, FIFA 21 or 20, 21, or And uh, Final Fantasy X and X2, which I'm assuming is 10, 10, 2. Mm-hmm. HD, something, something, remastered, I think. That's coming to the console on the PC. And to the PC, which I thought this game was already on the PC Game Pass, but apparently it's coming to the PC Game Pass. Remnant from the Ashes. So I thought that was already in there. I know it was on they, console. You know, and they sometimes they, they take things off they leave and then they reapply. Back. Yeah, they do that, right? Like Rockstar <laughs> likes to do that. Like, look, you only get your shit for one month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's off for a month and then it's back for two months. Yeah. I think it's just however they, whatever program they got going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if you are a um, a, uh, uh, a Minecraft player, Mayo, I know you're a Minecraft player. In celebration of Star Wars Day on May 4th, which is tomorrow, Minecraft is giving away a free R2-D2 beanie. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Through the marketplace. Be sure to jump in and claim that before May 6th. Also, um, what else, what else? I logged in premium Spotify premium gunny for new members only you get four months of ad free music through your ultimate subscription all you have to do is go to your rewards or ultimate perks on your game pass ultimate thing nice uh, sign up sign up for a new premium account for Spotify yeah that's a good deal everywhere I use it all Um, the time last night my kids were actually playing and they were on Fortnite 
and my daughter was playing on my Xbox and my son was on the PC and they were playing together. And he went to the, uh, we were on the computer, I'm in my room watching them and he went to the store and they have a bundle where you can bundle Spotify with Fortnite and it gives you like V-Bucks every month and Spotify premium and, and oh, all wow. this together now and a special skin. Wow. So like, like through Spotify. Skin? It's like a special, it isn't like a Spotify skin, but you get this unique skin and this mm. extra pickaxe and, and you get like a thousand coins every month with Spotify for the price of subscribing to Spotify Premium. And so... That actually sounds pretty dope. I would actually sign up for that if they had something like that for like, I don't know. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. I don't know. Something. Yeah, I would do it. And so basically you get like a thousand coin every month and you would get this special skin. Like, you know, kind of like how they did the Galaxy skin when I got my Galaxy phone. Yeah. He got that limited edition Galaxy skin. You know, like that's the only way you could get it. It's just a skin that it's the only way you can get is through Spotify by buying the premium package. And I, I, I myself, I have Spotify through Hulu with, with Hulu. Like I have a package where it's bundled with Hulu. I get Spotify and Hulu together for the same payment. Nice. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I like Spotify. I listen to it quite a bit. And then I just had my wife log in. So you can only have one person at a time. I think there is like a family plan too of like $15. Yeah. What, what I typically do is is like I just use the one one person plan, the premium plan. And my kids all use my account, and they just download the music they want for offline. Right. And then you just listen to it offline. <laughs> there you, you go. One person online at a time. Uh, yeah. Nice. Works out. So, yeah, definitely grab that. I did get the three months already from being a Xbox Ultimate member. So, I don't know. I'm sure if there's... You said four months. I wonder... Yeah, maybe I should log out. Ha- give that perk to her sign up with my email i don't know but save 40 bucks but yeah um yeah that's the reason i signed up for that apple one subscription because it gives me apple music apple tv and apple arcade for like 14 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month but i do prefer spotify over apple music i don't know why but i do prefer spotify i really like spotify more than Apple Music. Yeah, I did. I did Apple for a little bit year, a couple years ago. Nah, it was okay until Spotify came along. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot better for some reason. I think searching for music. For some reason, Spotify is just so much better. It's so much. I don't know. It's just easier to use. I think. And like, I don't know. Apple Music is fucking weird. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some weird stuff. And I think that's why I. I use uh, Overcast too as a as a podcast app versus their own app or whatever. It was like it was garbage like four years ago. It's like they just made it worse and more complicated. It was like fine, whatever, screw you, Apple, going to Overcast. Um, yeah, and I like how Overcast does it. They're like, hey, give us four dollars or not, just keep using the free version. You know, we're not gonna fuck with you on that. So. Yeah, it's always worked out pretty good. Um, yeah, that's all I have for news. <laughs> there's all really right. no, there's no more fucking news, guys. I, I'm looking, I'm looking. Nintendo Switch, that fucking Pokemon, was the Snap is coming out soon, I think, right? Um, no, I think it's already out because I saw Vengeful Jedi playing it yesterday. Okay, well then now it, he I'm downloaded gonna, it. I saw him 
playing mm. that on the Switch. Mm. Could have been a demo, but I he was What's downloading Pokemon on? Snap. Gunny, are you going to play some Red Dead Online with me finally? Yeah. Oh, is that is that coming to the Xbox Game Pass, or is that on the Rockstar Launcher? It's on everything. It's, isn't Red Dead Online for free? How much is Red Dead? I thought it was like a standalone $10 thing. Isn't, do yeah, I, am, I, am I saying that correctly? Is that is that what that is, right? You don't need the full entire game? No, no. Well, it downloads the full... I think it downloads everything, but it's just it's just the online version. Hmm. Yeah. Also, Resident Evil Village runs better on the Xbox than PS5. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to play that demo. <laughs> or download it, for that matter. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Also, also, you got to activate ray tracing on your Series S, Gunny, if you're going to be playing this on your Series console. On the X, it's, it's on by default, but on the S, you have to turn it on. Also, oh, yeah. resolution is identical on the PS5 and the Series X. They both run at 2160p. And uh, they also use checkerboard-like techniques on both of the versions. And uh, the game never seems to drop below 2160 on both consoles. On your Series S, it will run at 1440p. So it says here the Xbox versions, the lighting seems somewhat warmer. And uh, so there's that. Uh, it says Resident Evil Village on the Series X performs better than the PS5 with ray tracing activated, suffering a few drops on the PS5. It says your higher stress errors will have to be tested later on. And it says here on the Series S, they have an average of 40 frames per second with ray tracing activated. And uh, without ray tracing, you get 60 frames on the Series S. And uh, so there's that. Also, loading times are slightly faster on the PS5, about three seconds faster than the Series X. I don't know why. Uh, just literally three seconds, <laughs> and there's that. So there's that. Yeah, nice. Absolutely. I do have that demo downloaded on my PS4, but maybe by the time the game comes out, it's like I've already played the demo. It's going to be what is it? May seventh, eighth. It's going to be on a Friday, I think. Are you going to play it now, that Resident Evil? Um, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to play it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, Jesus. I didn't buy the last one. So, Resident Evil 2 Remake or whatever it was. It's really good. Really enjoyed that. Cool. But uh, let's move on to the console corner here, guys. For your games for May. Beginning of May. Or all of May for the PlayStation Plus games. You do get Battlefield 5. Great game. And your second game is Stranded Deep. I don't think I've seen this Stranded Deep game. Is that that Raft game, maybe? Looks like a Raft game. Yeah, it looks yeah. like one. There's, there's something on Steam, right? It's called a Raft or something. <laughs> it just kind of reminded me of that. Um, and for you PlayStation 5 people out there, you do get Wreckfest, Drive Hard, and Die Last. Is that the PS5 version or the Hobo version? This is the PS... Well, it's I don't know, but it's just for PS5 owners. This might be an upgrade. Yeah, who knows? I know, I know they were releasing a PS5 version of the game. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they call it Wreckfest Drive Hard Die Last. <gasps> this could be the special edition. It has like the haptic trigger feedback and all that bullshit on it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just called Wreckfest on the other consoles. But um, yeah, this game is a lot of fun. Prepare for a lot of laughs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Drive Hard Die Fast. Is that what it says? Yeah, <laughs> Die Last. 
Oh, okay. Die last, like last place, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you really die. Well, I guess that you do ragdoll into walls and stuff when you fall out of your lazy boy. When you're racing those or some uh, tractors, you can you can drive tractors Ohio style. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> there is a mayo mode in this game. Yeah, mayo mode. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's not a tractor, right? It's more of a lawnmower. But anyway. Um, but moving on, guys, over to your Xbox games for gold for the beginning part of May. You do get. How do you say it? Armeo? A-R-M-E-L-L-O? Or Armelo? Armelo? And your uh, second game is Lego Batman? Okay. And so that is all for that one. Oh, on your Xbox Game Pass, guys. So it's on both PC and Xbox. You do get Destroy All Humans and Second Extinction. Boom. So that'll be for both the PC Game Pass and, and the console itself. Uh, one other thing to mention, I didn't put it on here, but you do get free play days because we are doing this here on a Monday, guys. So you will be able to, I think, be able to access it all week. It was some sort of monster truck game that I downloaded. on your. That'll be under your gold, your games for gold section. Could have been from last week what I was looking at yesterday, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And moving over to the Epic Store, which is not part of any console itself, but claim Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms as your free Epic Store game. And by the time you guys hear this, you should be able to claim a game called Pine, as in like Pine Tree? Pine? P-I-N-E. Very simple, but Jesus, go watch that trailer. I think it looks interesting. Like, hey, like, this doesn't look too bad for a free game. Yeah, I wasn't okay. even gonna watch it, but then I watched the trailer twice, and I was like, "Hmm, it's fine. It looks kind of cool. It's like you're uh, as if maybe the human race wasn't quite the leading race <gasps> sort oh of game. God. I think that's why you'd kind of like it. And then it, I saw that you were then trying to find a base for you and the other humans, but it's not like you're a Neanderthal. You seem like more of a younger man, boy ish, and you were fighting alongside." what look like foxes. You're a fox boy? You're a regular human boy with fox boys and fox boys and fox girls. And you're fighting other enemies. Couldn't tell what they were. But I thought, man, this looks kind of cool. I think I might actually check out this pine game. It doesn't look cheap. Sounds okay. Yeah. But uh, that'll be out on the 6th, the Pine Game, May 6th. We are done with that. Let's move over to community questions. I know that uh, you guys are adding those in there. What do we have for Brian? A friend over there, Brian. Brian Tilt Jr. Jesus, he wants to know, what city would you like to demolish and restart? Portland. (laughs) <laughs> that's Salem. it huh? just tear it down right Salem Oregon and Portland yeah one of our first off Salem Salem is built in a way where like it's a grid you know but like it's like a one way like like when you get to downtown all the roads go one direction 
Like, every fucking road is a one-way road. It's so annoying that, like, you have to, to make a fucking, to get to that over there, you have to make, like, a whole, like, square turn, you know, to, like, mm. get to that position. Like, everything's a one-way road. You ever seen those cities where, like, everything's mm-hmm. a one-way? Yeah. Like, this was, like, all the roads. I've noticed that in Oregon. West, right west. It's, it's like, everything's a fucking one-way. Why the fuck does that have to be a one-way? Can't I just fucking turn left here? I remember one time, like, a lot of people that, that drive in Port, that drive in Salem that don't drive in Salem usually, you'll see them turn and they'll go into oncoming traffic because they don't realize they're going into a one-way fucking road. And then, you know, there's cars honking at them and they're like, trying to make a fucking awkward-ass U-turn. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. They're like trying to wave at you or they're trying to fucking hit reverse and like not crash. And everyone behind you is honking at you and you're like flipping everybody off and you're, you're honking at them. And they're honking at you, and you're like, what the fuck, guy? I can't move. This guy's making a U-turn. And the guy's, like, awkwardly trying to not hit parked cars and shit, like, trying to make a U-turn. It's it's a shit fucking fest. And downtown Portland, it's, like, the same way. I don't know. For some reason, in Oregon, they love to build one-way roads, cities, these grids. I don't know why, but they love that shit. So Portland, there's a lot of one-way roads in Portland as well. And not just that, but you got one-way roads, and then you got the fucking stupid-ass tram system they got like the max line which is like a tram that's like on the road itself too so like you're driving as soon as a fucking train next to you and you're like what the fuck <laughs> like am i on the lane for the train like like you're trying to turn left and the turning left lane is the train tracks and you got the fucking <laughs> train behind you like honking at you and shit to move out of the way yeah you're like i gotta turn left though i gotta turn and the train conductor is all pissed off at you and shit. <laughs> And he's like ringing this stupid little like like they don't have like a horn they have like the stupid like like ring ring it's like this like it's like a fucking like a ringer or something it's like a fucking like a little ringer. trolley bell yeah, <laughs> his like, picture ding, ding, ring 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 like it's just fucking ringing and these fucking assholes are just fucking ringing that bell at you <laughs> you're like you're like motherfucker it's a red light I can't make a left turn yet and you're like, <laughs> it's just it's a shit fest in Portland dude and they're like the roads are so small already. And they put a fucking train down the middle of the fucking road. So it's like, like what? <laughs> How do you design? Who the fuck designed this shit? Who the fuck puts a train? And then they got bus lanes and shit where like only the bus can be in this lane, right? They got the yeah. We got the bus lane. The buses go on this lane. Fuck the bus, dude. I'm trying to get somewhere. Bitch ass bus drivers are fucking honking at you, getting all pissed off too and shit. And on top of that, you got all the fucking asshole bicyclists and they're fucking, I'm green. I'm a bicyclist. Look at me. And they're fucking driving on their stupid ass fucking bicycles. Looking like, like, what's that motherfucker that, that always would win the Tour de France? Lance Armstrong. Looking like Lance Armstrong and shit wearing their fucking tight ass spandex. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking bright yellow neon fucking spandex with their fucking green bicycles driving around. And they're. And then, and then it's not good enough, right? They got fucking bike lanes. They got bike lanes, right, Mel? Got a whole mm-hmm. bike lane, right? Oh no, no, they want to drive like they're a fucking car, so they get into the car lanes, and they're just in the middle of the road like a fucking car. So you're like, I got now, I got to stop like fucking ten feet behind you, so I don't fucking kill you. <laughs> hey, and then, and then they cut you off, and then and then like if it's inconvenient for them, right? They don't want to wait at the red light. What do they do? They switch over to the bike lane. And all of a sudden, they're a bike back in the bike lane because they want to cross the street or whatever. So they're going to use the crosswalk instead of waiting for the light. 
It's like, oh, you fucking pricks, dude. Oh, I, <laughs> you can tell I don't like those guys, right? I, I, it's been like twice now. I've been in Portland driving, dude, and I almost hit one of those fucks. So they just cut you off, dude. So the, what you're saying, Jesus, when you see those signs, because I see them all the time as a truck driver, oh. you know, where it says watch for bikes? Oh, fuck. You ever see those? And Jesus is probably thinking, you're going to watch me hit one? Oh, wait. Dude, I, I legit almost hit like a guy the other, like a while back. I was, I was making a left turn, right? It's my green. It's my go. Yeah. I'm making a left turn. This cocksucker just on his bicycle just, just goes. They don't even stop. Like They, they don't. Even, like, they don't stop. Like, the dude I was agree. Like, like, dude, it was legit my green light to turn left. I am turning left. You see the fucking green light turn left? You see a big-ass red hand that says stop, don't cross. And you're just going full speed across the street, like 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 I'm supposed to stop and wait for you, you fucking asshole. And like I legit almost hit that guy, and like he was like looking at me like it was my fault. I'm like, fuck you, dude. You should have stopped at the fucking lights. Right. It's sort of a double standard for him because you're over here trying to be the defensive driver by stopping, going, "What the?" F-? And he's looking at you like, "I got my rights as a biker." Yeah, I got my. <laughs> don't you see me i'm a biker yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's like oh fuck you guys and then so many bike lanes dude it's just fuck fuck portland and then that's just that mayo but if you ever come to portland dude you're gonna realize it's like that city is fucked in terms of the way it's laid out mm-hmm. there's like a huge river that goes down the middle of the city right there's like mm-hmm. these fucking bridges everywhere and they got pedestrian bridges and they got train bridges and they got like normal car bridges and there's so many fucking bridges that, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you can't get nowhere in that city without crossing the fucking bridge. And there's, like, it's like seven bridges in that. Like, five, at least five bridges I can think of on top of my head. And they just, you need to cross them at some point. So you're across the other side. And some of these fucking bridges are just a pain in the ass to get across, dude. Because it's, like, some of them are two-lane bridges where it's only, like, one lane going this way, one lane going that way. There's some that are four lanes. There's some that are up, like, deckers. They're, like, the bottom deck and the top deck, you know? And there's some that are, like, different. yeah, They're all different, you know? And they're all fucking, all the highways connect to all the bridges. And it's just a fucking clusterfuck of a city. It's very badly designed. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, of course. You know, when I think about, like, tearing a city down and rebuilding it, I always think of, like, of course, mine or something. Um, I mean, it's not a bad city, but but I always think about, like, I was just thinking of one situation, Jesus, where, you know, you were talking about bridges and stuff. And I'm thinking of overpasses where it's like, okay, if I want to leave my house, my apartment right now, and I want to go to, uh, what's a good example to go to like, uh, maybe Safeway grocery store, you know, it's like, oh my God, I got to go through like, fucking. it feels like 30 traffic lights, you know, or something say, oh, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. There's like 12 of them and they're all super long. And then there's two stop signs. Right. But that's just how you get there. Right. But I I don't know if it's like I know what you're seeing Jesus about one way streets and stuff, but in some ways it's like man I almost wish like no this is more different where maybe I'm thinking more of a city skylines type situation you know again video game related stuff here but I always think about when I go down to like uh, the city of Tulare in California that's just south of where uh, Sean Fuller lives and it's a little more I wouldn't say it's a modern city but it's maybe more modern built where you know, when you go across like an overpass or whatever, you're crossing over the freeway and it's not like there's a driveway, a driveway like every 20 feet, you know, like where cars can get out and they can make lefts and rights turns, you know what I mean? Which kind of causes some gridlock, right? 
uh, maybe it's a shopping center and you can only enter it one way. You know what I mean? Like there's only like one traffic light to go in, you know? You know what I'm talking about? So it's all sidewalk, you know? It's not causing this gridlock. And I always think of like, man, it'd be nice if my city was like that, you know? Like not every fucking driveway was facing the main road, you know? And they didn't have that option to make a left or a right or go straight or whatever the hell, you know? I don't know, something that drive me crazy, but yeah. It's like, no, don't give people the option. <laughs> fuck bike lanes. Fuck, yeah. fuck one-way streets. Bullshit-ass fucking designs. Fuck all yeah, that. Yeah, we, we have a few of them in Columbus here. They're not too bad, but I, I still don't like them. Not, not a whole lot, but it's still yeah. enough to be annoying. It's annoying, right? You get there and you're like, okay, well, I got to go to that fucking building right there, but I can't make this fucking left turn. Because I got to go all the way around because it's a one-way fucking road, right? And then, then like, you, like that's the problem in Salem and Portland is you get to downtown Portland, same situation. You can't just go down to the next road to make the left turn because that's also a one-way road facing west. So you got to go down, like, three or four fucking roads to be able to make that left turn. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they do one, two, three, four, five roads all facing the same direction and then the next two or three facing the other direction it's like why why not just like make one and the other one and the other and it's like no no we're gonna make these three of them so you have to go past three fucking roads three lights to make a left turn and then you got fucking stupid bicyclists and you got the asshole train drivers and you got the bus drivers stupid people cutting you off oh man oh fucking sounds God. like work then you got the fucking protesters at night blocking the road. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers. Oh, you goddamn it, Gunny. Damn it, we're going to get Jesus one of these days going to be like in jail, running over bikes and protesters and... <laughs> uh, I tell you, Jesus calling all... Yeah. Going well, mad on us. I guess uh, I have two initial thoughts, and both of them are from the same state, actually, and they're not here in Ohio. Uh, my first thought is just uh, Flint, Michigan. Just, just reset their whole water situation and all that stuff they got going. Yeah. Just destroy that city, start over fresh, get them all new water, get everything going correctly, and, and going <laughs> from there. But uh, my other city that that I personally have never liked going through is Detroit. Oh. Like going into Detroit, I've been there a few times. Like it could be like the sunniest day, Jesus. It's at ninety five degrees, the sun's out, and you're driving to Detroit. And you just see like this black cloud around this town. Like you just oh, really? know it's like doomed. <laughs> you know, you just you just feel like you get there. Yeah, like the you know the pollution. Are you gonna get fucking like, robbed? Yeah, so and I, I, I have robbed. been to Detroit. Uh, long story short, back out of high school, I worked in a warehouse, and we did uh, food distribution to like Arby's and rallies and little fast food restaurants. Well, our drivers would have to deliver to Detroit at like two three four o'clock in the morning oh, and they had the problem of our drivers were getting robbed all the time oh fuck. so so what they did to solve it was they would send one of us warehouse guys with the driver <laughs> send mayo <laughs> so he'll play security so guard <laughs> we would be like a lookout basically kind of yeah. thing or just two of us kind of thing we did the same thing you in know? oakland when we had and so yeah, I, I remember going to drive a couple of times Three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, really rough neighborhood. And they would give you the, you basically had the keypad entry code to get into the Arby's. So there's the Arby's yeah. is closed. There's nobody there. You're the only guy in the parking lot with this other truck driver. 
wheeling in two wheel carts of food and, and drinks and all their supplies and you lock it up and then you leave. And so it was, it was always kind of crazy going up there and doing that, but just in general, like that, that I, I'm not a fan of Detroit whatsoever. Like I've been to some great places in Michigan, you know, really nice areas. Detroit is not one of them. Yeah. I, I do not like Detroit. Like I can, I, you, you can level sure. Detroit. I flew in there once when I was a kid going to DC. Um, we had like and, a, a layover in Detroit, and it looked pretty shitty, even from the sky. I was like, "This looks like a shithole town." <laughs> and and like Ann Arbor, I think area is really nice, like like Palace Hills, where like the old Piston Stadium and stuff was at. I think that area is really nice, but like when you start getting to like Detroit, Detroit, yeah, where where Eric Smith is from, the streets. Yeah, I'm not sure. Right, eight mile, eight mile. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Eric is not from the streets at all, but we're going to say he is just for podcast purposes. Right. From the streets like where Eric, where poor Eric is from. Orphan, orphan street kid Eric. (laughs) That's his rap name. (laughs) 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 Fucking street orphan kid. Eric Smith, who grew up in the hard streets of Detroit. You know, when you get to his part of town, Mayo. Yeah. But we can continue on here. Brian also says that he's looking to buy some cheap land in the U.S. of A. And in a few states, which which states should I be looking and which ones should I be avoiding? Okay, let me tell you which ones to avoid real quick. Off the bat, avoid the entire East Coast. Avoid the entire West Coast. Just avoid. What? Avoid um, the West, are you talking like... Just, just avoid avoid California, avoid Oregon, avoid Washington. Oh, you mean avoid, the coast coast. So avoid mean. New York, avoid maybe Maine. I would say if you're Canadian, maybe Maine. You probably got Canadians up there. But uh, like avoid Vermont. That's asshole rich white people country. You don't want to live up there. There's, there's some rich motherfuckers that live. I live in Vermont. Look at me. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Fuck Vermont. Fuck New York. Fuck all these fucking places on the East Coast. All right, Florida looks cool to be like party city, but it's either it's either you're there to party and get high and drunk on spring break, or you're there or as retire. an old guy who's or retired. Retire. Okay, so it's, it's, you know you're not gonna want to live there. No one wants to live in fucking Florida. No one wants. No one wants to live there, right, Gunny? I don't want to live. You want no. to live home? No, no. Uh, it's and it's very humid. Yeah, so it yeah, gets yeah. it gets nasty, and you'll just spend all your days indoors. That's, that's the whole East Coast. It gets all humid and nasty. West yeah, Coast, even New Jersey, dry. yeah. West Coast is more dry heat, but still kind of shitty. Don't move to Vegas. Vegas is too expensive. It's too many people, not enough jobs. Don't move to Texas. It's fucking stupid. Fuck that state. Bunch of fucking weird motherfuckers on there. You got a bunch of Mexicans and rednecks, and they all live together. And they all like guns and big trucks. Yes. Right? And then there's Austin, Texas, which is like a hippie Portland wannabe town, which is not as cool as Portland, but they're trying to be as cool as Portland. That's them. <laughs> I say move somewhere in the Midwest, right? Nebraska? Somewhere nice. No, <laughs> Corn right. country? We're talking Ohio. Nebraska, Ohio. Okay. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe Ohio. Maybe Ohio. Maybe the cost maybe. of living's great. A lot of farmland you could buy. You can turn that land into something, yeah. maybe. You become North a farmer Dakota. and make money off of it, you know? South Dakota. Maybe don't move to Montana. That's full of weird. I feel like Montana is like a cold state, a bunch of cold. Yeah, state. yeah. It not only like is it like yeah, it's like very, very cold, very uh, 
what am I thinking? A militia style type? Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like. A bunch of militia crazy fuckers up to. <laughs> we're gonna the government. We're gonna we're ready to stand up when the government falls. You know, like those kind of crazy fucks that are like all about fucking building tank. Like ah, look at this brand new tank I bought with my tax return. It was on sale from the on Facebook Marketplace, and it's going to get. Yeah, I bought it from the Iranian army. <laughs> the fucking. I bought this thing. Before you know it, the alcohol, tobacco, firearm, the ATF, FBI, everybody's yeah. at the compound. Because you fucking took over some fucking federal park or something. <laughs> Actually, that happened in Oregon. <laughs> that, was that in Oregon? I think it was, wasn't it? I thought it was Alaska or some shit. <laughs> I remember that. What happened in Oregon when those crazy dudes took over that fucking federal park? <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. Standoff. Fucking standoff with the fucking FBI and shit. <laughs> what the, fuck? the good old boys were out there and yeah. yeah. Crazy, bro. Those motherfuckers are crazy, okay? Well, that, that takes some balls to have a standoff with. Only white crazy people would do that, right? Ain't nobody else doing that shit. You couldn't pay a Mexican to do that. Right. They'd what? be like, oh, no, it's okay. Goodbye. See you later. Thank you. We surrender. <laughs> right. Unless they're like cartels, right? The cartels, they would probably do some shit. They're, they're that crazy. Those motherfuckers are nuts. They don't but, warn you. They just do it, yeah. Yeah, they just shoot at you. They don't even fucking right. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I say move to like some Dakota state or like one of the Dakotas or like a what? Maybe Wagomu live with Brink in Wyoming. There you go. There's a good one, Brian. What? I recommend Wyoming. But you got to or Montana. No, not Montana. Uh, Colorado. Sorry. Brink is all about like every day. It's like a fucking snowstorm down there or something. Like he's always talking about how there's snowstorms like every fucking week or something down there. And then, like, so they're, like, they get, they don't get, like, little bullshit snowstorms. They get, like, your fucking door is covered with snow. You got to, like, dig yourself up. Oh, yeah. So, so I've driven through water. there. Jesus, have you ever driven through there, Montana? I mean, Wyoming? Oh, hell no. So I've driven through there probably, I don't know, 12, yeah, 12 times. And so when you're on, let's say, Highway 80, right, the main interstate, right, which is the only one I've been on going through oh, yeah. Wyoming. But, but what it is is because I asked one day, I was like, what the hell? Are, they have these like wooden structures along the highway on each side of it. And they kind of like they're angled up. You can probably Google it. I mean, this is before the internet, but I would say, what the fuck are those things for? You know? For? I think it was for like the, the, the snow. So it wouldn't like cover the entire freeway because it just, because snow doesn't fuck around down there. Like Brink said, when it, when it dumps in an area, it dumps straight like down. Put like fences <laughs> It's almost like a fence. I don't know. You could probably yeah, Google it. I mean, even Ohio here, we like opens. Like I've seen, you know, it's basically it's like a barricade that kind of helps prevent it. So it's it's like, you think of like a, a nylon fence, but it's like a chain link fence material. So the snow will go through it, but it just kind of slows it down. So it prevents drifting on the roads and stuff so much. Yeah, that's what it's for. What yeah. the fuck are you guys talking about? I've never heard of this shit. I'll have to bring up a picture. I'm sure it's there. I've never Googled it. I've just physically seen it. I can't remember yeah, the last yeah, time I went through was I was probably in my twenties. Oregon, we just let it snow and creates it creates chaos and everyone just crashes. Yeah, because you guys got one way streets and you guys don't care, right? Everyone's sliding and, on the freeway. Big trucks are <laughs> Trucks are fucking jackknifing everywhere. It doesn't matter. If you live, you live. If you die, you die. Yeah. Anyways, now all I'm saying is I got I moved to Wyoming or something, Brian. That seems like a Brian type state. Right. Maybe Texas if you want some nice warm weather. But like I wouldn't say move to Louisiana. Don't move to Alabama. Don't move to Tennessee. 
or Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm from down yonder, Kentucky. Don't move to no Kentucky. All right, don't move to Georgia. They're fucking fuck Georgia. Georgia's a piece of shit. State. Fuck Georgia. Georgia sucks. It's all hot. Walking Dead is based in Georgia. They film it down there. You want know, to? like it. Tennessee, where Nico's at. You never hear about Tennessee. It's quiet oh, Tennessee. You're right. You never hear nothing really going down in Tennessee. Or uh, a Missouri is another one you don't really hear much about. No, Missouri, Missouri. I was. <laughs> I tell it? you, I drove. Through, I drove. I drove through Missouri one time, and we just called it Miss the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> driving through misery. Isn't that what they call it themselves? Down there, they go Missouri. Welcome to Missouri. You fucking sound so. That's not stupid. I don't know how to pronounce the name. You fuck, America. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how to speak American, motherfuckers? Missouri. Uh, but yeah, don't move to Mississippi. Fuck. Who the fuck lives in Mississippi? I mean, none but fucking moonshiners and Mississippians. I always think swamp when I think Mississippi. Swamp area? Uh, swamp, I think, I'm thinking That's of Florida. I'm thinking oh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Those I Cajun know. people. Darling, them swamps, boy. I'm thinking them Louisiana. Mm. See, then I'm thinking, yeah, definitely moonshine. And- yeah, then I'm thinking Cajun shit. When I think Louisiana, I think Mardi Gras and Cajun. Mm-hmm. And Popeye's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I went to go to Popeye's the other day, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I think of Popeye's yep. chicken. Motherfucker, okay. Uh, I was just, like, New York? Who the fuck wants to move to New York? It's, it's all countryside and then, like, New York City. And then Buffalo, New York, and all that shit. No one wants to. No one wants to move to Jersey. The Normie lives really in Jersey. Nice. She likes Jersey. Yeah, it's Jersey, right? Uh, North Carolina, maybe. Okay, I hear Carolinas. You're right. You're right. I hear Carolinas. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Carolinas are okay. Yes. We're judging every state now. This is yeah, pretty much. Utah, We've offended everyone. Utah is full of Mormons. And, and oh, but listen, Utah is really nice, though. Like, like in terms of, like, having cool shit to do outdoors and, like, desert-type shit. Yeah. Utah is really fucking cool. Like, every Jeep video I watch, all the cool Jeep Wrangler videos yeah. I watch are all, like, in Utah, Utah or yeah, right? yeah, it looks cool down there. Like it looks nice and shit. You drive your jeep around the rocks and shit. Yeah, Utah man, drive jeeps. Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube and type in Jeep in Utah. <laughs> yeah, so you got to do right? Utah. I forgot the jeep. name of it, but yeah, there's an area there that <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> New Mexico. Yeah, no one wants to live in fucking New Mexico, dude. New Mexico Don't they have the highest cool. suicide rate? No, that's Seattle. <laughs> oh, Mexico's full of fucking narco traffickers and fucking human smugglers smuggling Mexicans from the border and and fucking what else? What else is it full of? Meth. I think of yeah. New Mexico. I think of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yep. There you go. Yep. Arizona is full of crazy people. No one wants to live in Arizona. Minutemen. Looks too hot. What else? It's just that. That's all I'm saying, man. I wouldn't even want to live in Vegas, and I'm from Vegas, and I wouldn't want to live in that fucking shithole. That that city it's, is a shithole. It's actually really, really cheap. When you said it was really, really expensive, it's actually really, really cheap. It probably depends no. on where yes, you live. 
Gunny, everywhere you compared to where you live is probably cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like your cost of living has got to be probably the highest in the country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when it, right. I mean, especially when it comes to like, I'm sure, you know, just Tower, literally yeah. just right south of me, like I can drive across a couple of bridges and it's like, yeah, you know, because that's where Apple and everything is. And oh, that's, it's ridiculous. Hundred thousand dollars a year live, but all I'm saying is you don't want to live in Vegas, dude. It's too fucking hot. And it is. No, it's yeah. expensive, and there's not a lot of jobs down there unless you're willing to work in a casino. As a, some kind of service industry for somebody there as a tourist, right? They're pretty much not going to have a real good job in there. You're going to do that, or you're going to do construction. Mm-hmm. Lots of construction in Vegas. It's a lot of construction work on there. But can you imagine working construction in like a hundred degree weather? Every oh, day? yeah, no. A fucking high rise hotel that you're building, working construction. But you know, it makes me wonder, like, if there's any kind of like a. Where we think of like ordinances and stuff like that, you know, and no, no noise after eight or ten o'clock at night. And I think I wonder if like construction workers like are able to like get around that by starting at like three o'clock in the morning because of the heat, you know, because you'll just fucking die on top of a, ro- a rooftop of trying to put down tile or something or the yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it, dude. It's too fucking hot. Yeah. I'm telling you, Vegas gets fucking hot every day from like fucking February second to fucking September. Oh, did I, didn't I, is 90 degrees. Did I never and tell my did I never tell my Kyle story on this podcast when we went to the pinball thing? Dude, fucking dehydrate and pass out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it happens. Vegas is hot, dude. Like it is hot as fuck, man. Too hot. So my recommendation, like I said, you're a Canadian. You like the snow. You're used to snow. You are snow people. Okay, you people are snow. You come, you live in Wyoming. That's snow people land. Wisconsin would be another option. Yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Be a cheesehead. Is that what they call themselves? Cheeseheads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be a cheesehead. Go on like a Packer fan? Ohio with mayo. mayo. Who wants to live in Ohio with mayo? It's not, it's not Canadian enough. That's too American. Okay, go live in somewhere in, near Canada. Anyways, that's all I have. It's my recommendation yeah. for you. All right. This is the last question. We pretty much answered this one already. Jesus, uh, he wanted to know: Did you try Second Extinction? We did. You talked about it. Yeah, it's the best game ever. I love it. It's good. I only, yeah, I only did the ten minutes, but I'm gonna download it here on Xbox and play with some other people. Give it a, give it a couple more tries. Hmm. See how it goes. Hmm. Anyways, that's yeah. it. No, well, that's all we have for you. So, anyways, guys, you guys know, want to know a fun fact? Another fun fact. What's that? The PlayStation Five is the fastest selling console in the U.S. history. Oh, I read that. Yes, fastest selling console in U.S. history. Can you what's up now? Your bitch ass Xbox. But it probably has sell more boxes, base, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, See, I think that's where when Phil took it out, pulled out his D and put it on the desk and it flopped on there and Discord's like, get out of here, pal. Yeah. PlayStation's it's where it's at, Bubba. I would like to see the number, you know, I mean, yeah. obviously we know it's selling well, but how many of them are actually being used, you know, and how many are actually out there sitting that have been sold and then is sitting in a scalper's hands or yeah. somebody who bought it who's just trying to resell it and never launched it, you know, like how many of them are out there? Hey, but this is like, I always look at this, guys, as like, 
I can always look at this as a real positive, right? And I say that right now, like, I think there's only two, because I listened to that, uh, you guys ever listened to Sacred Simples PlayStation podcast? No. Whatever his, Colin, whatever the fuck. Good show. Um, you know, he, he throws out numbers and stuff like that. And, you know, one of the things that I always think about, too, is where, mm-hmm. you know, and Jesus, I think you've you've said this in the past, and where console exclusives do make a difference, right? In some situations, and I think especially in Sony's, right? When we do, when we will start seeing more of these, these console exclusives, you know, and them selling these boxes and these things flying off the shelf, you know, I think it just continue, just continue down the road that PlayStation is doing. I think they're going to be just fine with how they, how they operate and, you know, and the games that come out and that'll get me to get a PS5. Right. And if that's what it takes for me to play the game, like a returnal or, um, what the fuck else out there is out there right now. What's the other second game? It's not medium. That's Xbox. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank's another one, but then there was one other one before it. I can't think of what it is because um, Ratchet's not out yet, but that game is going to be really cool. That'll be like, yeah. fuck, fuck, we can't play that game. Hmm? That game is going to be dope as fuck. Yeah. I looked at that. Every time I see that trailer, I'm like, wow, you know, that's... that's. Have you seen that latest trailer they released, the new trailer they released, where it shows them, like, switching timelines? That's I saw a few seconds of that. I was like, oh, it's Ratchet and Clank again, and it looks pretty amazing. Ratchet and Clank is going to be dope, I think. Yeah, because um, Sony knows how to market, right? And they they know okay. how to market, and they market well. One thing I will you know, that's one I thing do give them right. credit for that. Uh, about marketing, you'd figure like Xbox would have it down with the American market, right? Like they would figure out how to fucking do it better than anyone because they're an American company, you know, based in America for Americans mm-hmm. with big hands because of the Duke controller, big American hands. All right, and they can't fucking market shit ever. God damn. You watch the stupid ass. What's it? One of those fucking Game Pass Ultimate commercials? They're so fucking lame. You watch a motherfucking PlayStation commercial. You're like, <gasps> They've been doing it for years. They did it before before the Xbox brand of things. And I think the fact that they haven't changed anything. They've just been like, hey, this works for us. So we're going to continue to do it this way. You know, yeah. and... and they really need to get out That's there and do made some them, cool marketing. Like, yeah. PlayStation really does. You're right. I mean, they do the marketing fucking right. They really these cool-ass, like, cool fucking trailers. And they do. They do. the America. best. Some of the best trailers out there. Yeah. Yeah. America. Anyways. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is stay safe. Think about the moon and why we haven't returned there. Why are we going to Mars and we haven't even gone back to the moon? Where are we going to bypass the moon? Why? The moon can hold the secrets to the fucking universe, can you? Right? Right? Yeah. It could. Good. Why? It could hold the secrets to why we exist on Earth. Okay. It could be. What if the moon is the spaceship we used to get to Earth from Mars? Ooh, I never thought of that. Yeah. What if it's a spaceship and that's why we haven't gone back? Because we're like, fuck. God damn it, this is a spaceship. We didn't know this. What if there was a Russian ship of that's been more advanced, but we haven't seen it because it's on the dark side of the moon? Oh, what if the Russians have a base on the moon and that's where they plan to take all their people? <gasps> Fuck. Could be. You know, the Russians, they've been going to space a lot. Those motherfuckers are crazy. They're the first ones to send like a dog to space. Yeah. They sent the dog to space and they fucking killed it. They like just left it up there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, we want to see if dogs can go to space. They're, like, trying to see if humans can go to space. So, first they did is send the dog. (laughs) Hey. Put a dog in a rocket and then send in the space mail. And we're just going to wait to see if it ever dies. We're going to see how Rufy does when we send him out an airlock. Can you imagine how stressed out that fucking dog was? (laughs) Right. Fucking space shuttle taking off. (laughs) Going into fucking space and just... He was legit in space by himself for like, I don't know, it was a while. He was up there for like a long time. What did he have, like an auto dog feeder? I don't remember this. No, yeah, yeah, dude. They sent like a fucking dog to space because they were like, hey, we're going to test if humans can go to space. We want to see if like anything living can go like into the atmosphere. Yeah. Was it just, was there just crap and piss everywhere all over? We want to make sure we don't just die if we leave the fucking atmosphere. So we're going to see if this works. So they sent the fucking dog to space. And they, they put him, like, in this capsule thing, and they just had him floating around Earth till he died. And, like, legit, he was just up there floating, and they were just monitoring him. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then they sent the monkey at one point, too. Or they wanted to send a monkey, or they trained a monkey to go up there. I think a monkey was the next one. That was the thing, right? Wasn't it, like, um, the Russians did that, right? Yeah, the Russians did the dog. Yeah. Oh, and we did the monkey. I don't remember. Who knows? We've probably somebody, done so many things. Okay. But they straight launched a fucking dog to space mail, right? They launched a motherfucker up there. Uh, he was a Siberian husky, okay? His name was Laika. Hmm. What's his name? And he was a stray dog they took from the Moscow streets. <laughs> hmm. Used to as a fucking... In the wow. USSR space program. Huh. Yeah. Oh, and they launched a dozen more dogs, it says. He was just the first one. They launched a dozen more. And at least five of them died in flight. Yeah. Yeah. So, told you, man. Like, they had to check, right? You can't just send people to space without due diligence. You got to make sure something up there can live. What do you test? Dog. Why not a stray dog? What about space dogs? (laughs) Space dogs. What if they send the dog to the moon and the fucker evolved and now he's roaming the moon killing all the astronauts that land there? <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah, mutated dog up there. And now I'm playing... Guard in the moon. Now I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn years later <laughs> and Mass Effect 4. Oh, fuck. Mass Effect is coming out, guys. And the patch size is bigger than all three games combined. Is it not 18th or it's sometime this month, right? How the fuck is that even possible? How is the patch size? But it's still smaller than Call of Duty. Not even possible, dude. How's <sighs> that even like a thing? Anyways, anyways. Well, I guess. Where can we find you, Benny? Uh go find me over on everything Steam Xbox as Gunny Chief. Thanks for adding me on for those that have. I appreciate it. People the, add you on? No one's ever added me. Yeah, somebody, a few people added me on the Epic wow. Store and Steam. I feel like left out. I can know no, this is like, you know, one here, one there, and yeah. Wow. But um, yeah, I appreciate Johnny, it. I think I was at a back. I think, I think we should make our campaign to get Jesus more friends. Okay, <laughs> we're going to do that, and maybe he'll get host of the month, host of the year. Yeah, we oh. can get him host of the year and more friends in one shot. <laughs> Uh, where do we where do we find you, Mayo? Oh, you can you gonna find me on uh, on Discord on Steam as the Mayo. Uh, you're gonna find me on the PlayStation Store as you know the Mayo One. Um, 
That's pretty much it. You know, you're going to find me pretty much around. I'll probably be back on Origin playing some Apex again as the new season will be coming up soon. They'll have a new character get ready to come out. Um, I am this week going to be... Uh, actually, I oh. just started downloading it, Jesus. They are still doing the Resident Evil Village demo for mm-hmm. the whole week on Steam. So I'm going to be playing that on PC this week. Are you going to be, are you going to be buying that game? Yeah. Cool. Good, because I'm not going to be buying it. Someone talk about it. Yeah. You know what game looks kind of cool that I was looking at yesterday on the PS5 with the trailer for it? That Hood Outlaws and Legends game. It looks pretty cool. Like a like it's four it's four players, right? So like you you pick four four players on your team, and there's four players on the other team, and there's an AI controlled enemies. But you spawn on a map, and both teams spawn on different sides of the map. And the goal for each team is to steal what's the what's inside the vault. So it's like two two teams of thieves. So it's like your team and the other guys' team, and you guys are kind of against each other. And your goal is to steal whatever's inside the vault. So like the sheriff, this big crazy like super OP guy, has the key to the vault. So you got to find out a way to get to him and distract him enough to get the key off of him. And then you got to find out where the vault is and you got to go and steal the shit out of the vault. But then once you steal things out of the vault, even though you were the first team to get to the vault and steal the chest, you got to carry the chest out to the extraction point. And the other team can set you up. Like the other team can like set traps and shit or like double, like they can like cross your path and like stop you and steal the shit from you. Or when you're extracting the chest at the extraction point, it takes like a few minutes so that's when, like, everyone comes and attacks you. All the enemies come at you. The other players can actually show up and attack you as well, and they can steal the chest from you and steal it themselves. It looks like a pretty cool game. It looks pretty interesting. It's a medieval-style game. Nice. nice. Looks kind of cool. Looks kind of cool. I don't know. Outlaws, Hoods and Legends, Outlaws, or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, find me. On everything. Playing, I don't know. Jesus walks a lot on everything. Find me. Find me. Find me. Find me, I'm lost. Find me, man. He needs friends. Find Jesus. Add him on there, guys, please. Okay. Hashtag. Jesus needs friends. Hashtag. Anyways, I'm out of here. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll Bye. Have a good day, everyone. Next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Hopefully we get good show feedback next week. Maybe not. Damn it. I don't know. It was kind of nice to not use my inner voice today. It was a lot of, a lot of loud yelling on my end. I dropped my hot dog. Damn it. I got fucking ketchup and shit on the floor. Fuck.